is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. What are you talking about? No, it's not him. There is only one more. There is only one more. There is, that's, that's it. One more. Get around. No. They saw your team put up zero effort. Wake up. Remember in the old days, they used to have oxygen for them. Where's the oxygen? They play like absolute just garbage. <laughs> this is the Sports Loud Mouth. Yay. Man, can you keep it down? I'm trying to introduce here. With Errol Marks, Speedy Petey, and Tyler Harrison. You're not even a has-been. You're never was. You're never was. You're never was. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, for a new show of the Sports Loudmouths. I'm your host, Errol Marks. My two co-hosts, Speedy Slimebag Petey and Tyler Morthy Mallball Harrison, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Morthy Mallball Harrison. Nice to meet you, Elvis. Oh. Elvis, where, where, where does Elvis come in? I, I don't Ladies understand. You can't see it because he's covering up his beautiful lock of hair. What are you talking about? But if Errol Marks takes off that hat right now, he will go back in time to the fifties, and he'll look just like Elvis. I don't believe that. I, I think that's a, a very weird statement. And I, I will say this with Speedy. Speedy <laughs> is um, a very oh. interesting character, to say the least. I mean, don't you think? Apparently, I'm, I'm a slime bag, so I just came from slime the Kids' ball. Choice Awards. Slime ball, yes. <laughs> he said slime ball, not slime bag. Oh, whatever. By the way, are we live? I, I, don't, I don't see me on my, uh, my live version over here of well, Facebook. Facebook wasn't around when Elvis was there. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. I, I don't see it. I shared it to your thing. So. It's not up there, so I'm, I'm very, I'm very worried here. Very worried here. Anyways, oh, uh, baby, as everybody knows. Just give me the tender blues. What are you talking about? I'm what are you singing you. right now? You're I'm impersonating, impersonating something you. very weird right, and obnoxious. I shared another one. You could try that one. Very obnoxious, okay? Is that okay? Ty Montgomery? Anyways, He's ladies and gentlemen. football team, is he? Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, remember, you can call us at Speedy. What is the number? 631-672-3108. You can go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. And ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, you can also, yes, follow us. By downloading our app by going to iOS and oh. obviously uh, obviously Galaxy. So you, first thing you do on iOS is you put in WWSRN or Galaxy Android. You can go to Worldwide Sports Ooh. Radio Network. Are we going to do this the whole night? Touchdown. You're making Jason these Hill. humming noises and humming sounds. Uh, by the way, uh, Carl comments, I missed last night's show. How about a Jeff? Michigan drops Ohio State. I, t- Carl, I said it. Hey, Carl, we actually, our, our second guest, Garrett Price, is actually an Ohio State fan. So uh, he had a little bit of analysis on Carl, that. Uh, I, and I, Carl, our guest tonight is a Michigan fan. So I pat myself like on the back, Carl, because I've been calling it all year, baby. Everybody thought I was nuts. And I said Michigan is going to knock off Ohio State for the first time in a very long time. And I was right. And they didn't just beat them. They killed them. And I don't care what anybody says about injuries or or saying that it was too cold and it was snowy out or whatever the hell it was. They still whipped their asses. That's all I'm going to say. I I mean, it was a good game. I love it. I did. Yes, I did. Carl admits it. I did say it. And I've been. I was. You been, and Carl, the Michigan stands. I listen. I'm not even a Michigan fan. I know you're not. But I just. But you were on that all year. You there, were. There was something about the way their defense was playing all season long that they were getting better. 
I really thought that if they, when and if they have the opportunity to uh, have a chance to beat Ohio State. Yeah, you said to. it after I think like the third or fourth week when they blow out Wisconsin. I think you said this is a different Michigan team. Absolutely, yeah, you've stuck with it all year. And yeah. I, I and I listen. I don't know what Michigan's going to do in a tournament, but here's what I'm going to say: They're going to make the tournament, and they're going to make it to the. They're going to go to the championship, the NCAA championship. I believe whoever they play, Georgia, Alabama. One of those teams, something tells me it's crazy. If Alabama wins, they will both get in, yes. Yes. If, if Alabama, Alabama wins, loses, they're done. Yes. So it, it could be Georgia. Who who is it right now? So uh, it, Michigan? Cincinnati's, Cincinnati. the, Cincinnati's the four, right? Yeah. So if, if, if Alabama out. loses, it'll probably be either Oklahoma State or Notre Dame that gets in. Right. If Alabama wins, they'll get yeah. in with Michigan and Cincinnati. Who's coaching Brian Kelly's uh, Notre Dame team? It's Marcus Freeman, their defensive coordinator, who also was a Cincinnati coach couple of years ago. so How wonderful. I mean, that sucks. Who, who Brian Kelly to... ditched Cincinnati in 2009. That, <laughs> that's what circle. I don't understand. If you Even if you're going to that team uh, in the near future, you played all season long, you were the head coach all season long, you should play out your season. No. That's what He did the I, same thing. Want, I don't understand that. You coach. can win a national championship. Right. Like, what if Notre Dame actually gets in the tournament and he left? Like it'll it'll be and like win. Cincinnati in the and win. win. Even if like you're a moron, could you stay. imagine that? It'll be just stay. like 2009 Cincinnati. And, and by undefeated, the way, ditched them in a uh, Orange Bowl or Peach Bowl game, one of those big bowl games. Undefeated, ditches them to take the Notre Dame job in 2009. Brian Kelly, twelve never years won. later, does the same thing. Brian Kelly never won a championship at Notre Dame. Nope. Right. So so could you imagine that this team, this recruiting class, his final year as a Notre Dame coach? What happens? He wins the national championship. No, and he's not no, the coach. No, 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 no. no. That goes, that who knows? To, they might be better off. That goes to the defensive coordinator at that point in time. That doesn't go to him, and that, that's yeah, sad. No, I don't give. A, I don't care if you coached all eighteen games. Or six Honestly, games. they might have a better chance. Uh, <laughs> Brian Kelly doesn't win big games. No, he doesn't. He's nope. and he's been in a national championship with this mm-hmm. Notre Dame team. They couldn't get over the hump. So and he's been at the college play- football playoff twice and, and gotten blown out both times. And he's from Cincinnati. He actually coached Cincinnati. Yep, and yeah, ditched so. them the same way. Yep. Crazy. It's crazy. College football, baby. That's right. It's it's been a crazy couple of weeks when it comes to college football with the coaches, the moves, the movement of all these top end coaches. Brian Kelly gets a ninety seven million dollar contract. I mean, seriously. Yeah, LSU fans, be ready for him to ditch you the same way in two thousand thirty three. Maybe Ed Orgeron will come back. Jimmy Harb <laughs> or Les Miles. <laughs> Jimmy Harb right now is probably so upset because he was one of the highest paid coaches in in college uh, football. Well, he's no longer anymore. I mean, he's coming to the NFL next. I, I don't know. I, that's a pretty big if, contract. If, if he Michigan, wins, if, if he wins the national championship, I believe he would leave because that's what he's been promising to Ann Arbor. As that's what he's been doing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, he's been promising to the well, Michigan fans. I'll that's what he's going to do. Way, right? If the Niners don't win at least a playoff game this year, Ann Arbor, right? It's Ann Arbor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I just want to make if sure. If the Niners don't, if Errol's right about the Niners firing Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch. If I'm John Lynch, he's the first phone call I make. Mm-hmm. Well. John Lynch is going to have a lot of decisions to make in the offseason. That's for oh, damn he's, sure. He's a very good general manager. I'm sure he'll well, do just well, remember who's the one who got him that job, Kyle Shanahan. So uh, it could be on his way out because, to me, Kyle Shanahan, this team doesn't make the playoffs. They will. Uh, I don't know, man. They will. I don't know. They're 6-5. and five. They're going to win this week. Prediction time. Who are they playing this week? Oh, you don't even know who they're no, playing. No, no, I, I'm, I'm drawing. Seattle, Seattle. Seattle. Oh, yeah. they, they, they could. But something tells me Seattle's gonna. 
Seattle's not this bad. They're not I, this bad. And I think they're going to figure things DK out. DK Metcalf's in his head. Tyler Lockett's been rendered useless since Russell Wilson came back. I was happy they lost. I was happy that they lost because the Jets get their pick. Of course. (laughs) I I want to see that. I think, but to your point, Tyler, I think Metcalf and Lockett (laughs) had like eight targets the whole game or something like that. The last game. (laughs) Russell Wilson coming back is the worst thing that could have happened. (laughs) I'm serious. It's weird, to believe. It's, weird to believe. it's good yeah. for the Giants, actually, if he's available. You might not have to trade three first round. Maybe it's two. Maybe they could say, hey, oh, he had a bad two, season. He's an old man. Maybe Seattle's GM gets fired, too, and the Giants and Seattle <laughs> both have new GMs making this trade. <laughs> it could happen. I mean, anything could happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but anything could happen. Uh, anyways, we have a great show lined up for you guys. Stop lined up. Uh, we do. At 10 o'clock, we will be talking to Pro Football Focus Senior Data Collection Analyst, Joss uh, hold on. Lisinsk- is it Lisinski? Liskowitz. Liskowitz. Oh, okay. Liskowitz. Josh Liskowitz. Oh, I like it. I- I'm liking the name, Josh. So, uh, that's a that's a mouthful. Liskowitz? You'll get it eventually. Liskowitz. I, I got it. What the no, I was talking to him. I was talking to him. You're not like, what, what, is, what is it do with the, these names? Do you, do you enjoy making the, the, the announcements? You, you said Goldstein. You know, you, Goldstein. last night you were I all about... Shalom. You said Shalom, and then you kept saying Goldstein all show. Goldstein, you, you didn't even remember his first. You, you didn't I remember don't, his first I name. I'm very you just bad know, at remembering names. You just know Goldstein. You kept right. saying Goldstein. Well, no, that's more respectful to me anyway. Mr. Goldstein, you didn't say Mister. You said I, Goldstein, I, well, the gold right, standard. Right, the gold right, standard. Uh, Carl Carl asks the Bulls lost the draft pick for tampering with Lonzo Ball. What exactly a happened? Both them and the shit. Heat lost second round picks for their free agent signings because of the tampering. Heat with Kyle Lowry and Bulls with Lonzo. Who cares? Okay. It does absolutely nothing. It really doesn't. The They're tamper- losing second round draft By picks. By the way, first round's wh- different. What was the Laker punishment for tampering with Anthony Davis? I don't even less remember. than that. I don't well, remember. Anthony Davis, on the other hand, uh, hasn't had the season we thought he was going to have this year. What are you talking about? I, 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 he's on my face. He's the second best fantasy player in the league right uh, now. Behind yes, only I'm Steph not Curry. About, I'm not t- MV fucking P. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not talking about Steph Curry. First of all, and no, he's not. Kevin yeah. Durant is not the Kevin MVP. Durant. Absolutely. No. Kevin Durant You're for crazy. the first season, he's averaging. He's averaging. Is that serious? It's Kevin Durant. It's. If we're going to give it to somebody that actually deserves it, it should be Paul George, but that's neither here nor there. It, it is going to be Kevin Durant, because right now Kevin Durant has averages more points. He but averages James Harden. Uh, what are you talking about? He has James Harden. James okay. Harden. No, right. Well, hold, hold on, on one hold second. On, hold, hold on one on. second. Who has more help, Durant or Steph Curry? Uh, what are you talking Steph Curry has a great team. Uh, probably Durant a little bit, but not Thank by you. much. It's He's not got by one much. player. Not by much. He's got one player. Paul How much? George has the least help. Less help um, than both c- of these Give guys. me a break. First of all, Paul George is playing phenomenal. First of all, right Steph now. Curry was in the top three, and he's in. And to me, last year wasn't a top three MVP candidate. He wasn't. Chris Paul, a hundred percent. And by the way, uh, say he's whatever you want. Chris Paul. Bring up last night. No, I'm not. I'm going to say Chris Paul. He's the he's the first player in the NBA in the last what is it? Ten years. years? No, ten years to win fourteen games. Uh, 14 yeah, games in a row. Yeah, 37 plus at years 37 old. At 37 plus years. Mm-hmm. He won, I think he won 10 more games, which he's the first player to do that, 30-something years old. Right. So it, it is, it's pretty amazing. And Chris Paul is still playing top-end basketball. Right. That's fantastic. The best point guard in the league is I Steph Curry. Beg to differ. Beg to differ. I've been what? saying this Did, over like, and over. Steph Curry like spit in your Cheerios? No, because he... To me, Chris Paul was the MVP of the league last year. He it was, look at that team. He no, went. Joker, they went from a Joker, ba- a team that was no chance making the playoffs. <laughs> <He froze. laughs> what happened? Never mind. You were frozen on the screen. It was funny. Oh, whatever. I, I, no, the, you were like. 
the, the the problem here is when you look when you look at the player and what the point guard position really entails. And I, I don't want to go off topic because we have uh, Josh Liskowitz Liskowitz joining us uh, in just a few moments. So uh, I'm looking for really? actually. Uh, oh, it was 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. That's right. I'm sorry. Uh, I want to sound this out because I don't want to look Lis- like a. Liskowitz. No, I got it right now. I got it. Yeah, I don't want to make a mess up, you know? <laughs> you need one of those sound cards. Liskowitz. Uh, well, it's Liskowitz. No, it's Kowitz. No, it's Kowitz. Let's Kowitz. Let's Kowitz. Yeah. Khalifa. No, no, it's Kowitz. Liz Kowitz. There you go. There we go. There we go. Oh, no, yeah. You, oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it. Get it. Get it. Anyways. I hope you don't DJ like that. What? Get it. Get it. Do you think I DJ like that? <laughs> no, I just hope not. Get out of here, the, the, the Elvis DJ hybrid? <laughs> There's something wrong with you, okay? Both of you. I, 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 I work with these two morons for three hours twice a week. I was brought back by choice. Okay? I don't know what his excuse is, but I was brought back by choice. Uh, by How choice? dumb are you? Did really? you not want to come back? What? Did you not want to come Didn't you back? hit me over the head before uh, with a mallet? I did. That's why I got a hat on. I got a welt on my head. Anyways, uh, t- what did Tyler say? What did Carl say over here? Tyler must have got his Uber Eats order early. He's very happy and boisterous. He is. I, there's something. I Maybe it's a, a hat. I actually, Maybe I it's actually, a hat. I've never seen you wear like a snap-on hat. Well, I actually don't like snapbacks at all. I don't understand. But, um, These are the best. I mean, I'm wearing no, a snapback li- right I like, now. I like the fitted hat better. Oh, I, think, I think it looks more aesthetically pleasing. But hey. Pleasing? D- does it please you? Yeah. Does it please the girls that you I, hang out with? What? Does it please I the girls? I pay them, so they're You sad. pay them. So you pay them to hang out with you. Is that what? what you're saying? You just said that. You pay them to hang out with you. Lord, forgive me. All women are hoes. <laughs> and there we go <laughs> and cancel culture is going to shut us down now <laughs> let's go Brandon while we're at it right okay great as everybody knows at 10 o'clock we will be talking to <laughs> pro no football focus senior data collection analyst Josh Lukowitzi Lukowitzi nah, Lukowitzi see he's punch drunk Lukowitz I know Lukowitz Lukowitz no Liquorice. No, it's not licorice. It's licorice. (laughs) Licorice. That's not a bad idea. I'm going to call him licorice. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't even like licorice, is the question. We'll be talking to Josh. Black or red? Black or red? So, anyways. um, What do you mean you don't know? Either one, I guess. No, black licorice doesn't taste. Why don't we get into this strike thing? Because we're, we're going to talk uh, one, two, or three. a lot of football uh, in the next, really, the next, uh, next hour. So. One, two, or three. What are you talking about? Well, strike one, strike two, or strike three. No, I want to talk. I want to talk about the moves because we we really never got into it. We really never got into a conversation. Like strictly, we we interviewed and we did bring up the whole uh, Scherzer thing, but we really didn't go in the ins and the outs. You you know who he is, okay? We really never. That's your opinion. Second best pitcher. I I don't think so. I I think he's a top three, top four, but I don't think he's because to me, not my hill to die on. Well, to me, I I look at pitching a completely different way, and you look at percentages and what these guys have done in the last three years. But anyways, uh, why don't we get into uh, this uh, this strike thing first, One. and then we'll from from strike we'll get into the Max Scherzer thing. I I really look at the strike and and whatever they call this, what hole out, what what it lockout, lockout, Carl. Yes, it is a lockout, Carl. <laughs> Whatever you, you know what it is. It's it is a strike. It's a lockout. It, it's a lockout, but it's a strike. The, the players want to play though. Yeah, I understand that, but the owners and don't. The GMs they're striking. GM. Well, the well, the owners are telling them not to come to work. It's All right, so they're striking. The owners want to make a new deal. 
with the right. players. Right. So they're striking. Just call it a strike so he stops. It, it is. Hey, That's we what can it call is. it a strike. Right? It's a lockout. Yeah, they're closing the doors, but it's it's a strike. Not from one to the other. And that, it's very interesting when this happens. No foul ball. Because <laughs> the owners are the ones that really have all the money, and they're the ones that are really going to push the subject to this. So, anyways, uh, we'll get into this. Like, now, Rob Manfred, this is his first opportunity to change people's outlook to him. Okay? Because right now... He is the worst commissioner in professional sports. We talk about Roger Goodell and what Roger Goodell has done over the years. And uh, he's right there. I I mean, who's who's willing to sit here and and argue that Gary Bettman, who gets booed every time to go up there, and he hasn't been really good (laughs) as a commissioner, is the best, really, commissioner in sports I don't think it's close. I thought he was always the second or best commissioner in sports. All Adam Silver did was... Uh, you could have argued Stern. Oh, Adam but... Silver is letting LeBron James and all the well, no, other players that's what I'm saying. run. When Stern was there, it was like an argument between get Batman and Stern. Now it's just uh, Batman uh, by a Oh, it's Batman by a mile right now. I, I mean, he's he's... He's gotten more contracts for with USA and ESPN now. Oh, that's huge. Um, TNT, yeah. TNT. I think he's he's made. And Jeff and me were arguing about oh. this the other day, and I and I and argue back to him because I think really, even though there's not as many games that are going to be on TV, but it's high profile games on certain channels that don't have hockey. Right, Wayne Gretzky's on TNT. Mark Messier's on ESPN. Yeah, I think it brings back the old with the new, and I think right. it, it it definitely is going to drive the fan, especially when the playoffs start. Because mm-hmm. you have three playoff channels. Different. You have three channels that you have. You can have live playoff games on. Right. So it obviously is going to make them a lot of money in the high profile opportunities to sell the product. Right. Or so New York team will be in the playoffs. Well. Well, we'll see. I think New Jersey's going to make it, and I, I really, I think and I think one way or another, the Islanders are going to force their way. Who's winning right now tonight? The Island. It was one-one when I, when I was watching it, but uh, hmm. a sports show that goes over scoring. Look at that. Yeah, one-one, one-one still. One-one, right at the start of the third period. And the Knicks are losing eighty-nine to eighty-three. And I bet. You know, what, well, who are they playing tonight again? The Bulls. The Bulls. I, I bet you the Knicks win the game. You wouldn't like this. Julius Randle's playing very well. Uh, it's not that I don't like it. I, I, to me, I think Julius Randle is not a self-proclaimed superstar. I think he's a star. I, I And I don't think he's a closer. And well, that, Alex Burke's actually the reason you guys aren't winning. Yeah, and the Islanders do have the worst record. And, and Carl, just so no, you know. It doesn't matter. Carl, if you, you know what the – I'm going to go – We're really talking about the strike right now. I, I didn't want to go into hockey. But I, I, I will say this. The, the the NHL did a disservice to the Islanders for the last two weeks. They should have called the games knowing that it was so bad right now. Nine players were out with COVID-19, and I think a coach or two was out. There should be no reason why that they didn't put a hold on the games and let them sit out for a second. The Islanders have lost eight games in a row, and that has a lot to do with sickness. Now, right now it's 1-1, and they better win this game against San Jose. They can't lose this game. They need this game. They need That's to get right back. Right. They need to get back on the winning track, and they need to start scoring more goals. I mean, I don't know what's going on with them, but they're not scoring goals. It's a huge, huge problem right now for the New York Islanders. And if you're going to go in as the season starts to progressively get more deeper and harder competition, 
the Islanders will fall. And it, this might be a bad year for the Islanders. Moving into a new stadium, really being away. They're playing away games just like everybody else. They don't know the ice. They don't know, know the boards. So they, they're new to the stadium, too. They're walking into a place that they don't have an advantage. So, this is, to me, this could be a lost year for the Islanders. It might, it could be. Carl says, true arrow, plus they started on the road forever. Right. Yeah, it looks like 11,000 miles. Yeah. Sorokin right now. It's playing great. Is literally the only reason this game's 1 1. <laughs> it should be 5 1. I, I mean, Sorokin's been awesome. but it, it, and, and that's the only bright spot right now that the Islanders could put their foot down and say, wow, they got, they got a star as a goalie. But <laughs> they need more Something than they've this. been craving for years. Yes, they, they have a goalie <laughs> that can keep them in a game. And, and and he's getting better. You could see he's getting better by week by you know week by week, game by game. And he's averaging. I think he averages more shots than any goalie in the NHL right now. More shots than Rob Manfred's taking on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> Rob Manfred's gonna take shots. I mean, I'd be taking shots, and it wouldn't be the shots that you'd be talking about. But why don't we get no, back Tyler's into probably that? Taking whoa, some whoa, jack whoa, shots. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, I take offense to that. Why? What? What shot would I be taking? Talking about? I I didn't say you. What oh. I'd be doing? Oh. I, I didn't say hey, Tyler's. That's what he's gonna be doing. Oh. Did, you hear, say, did, he, did I say Tyler? You said that you'd be talking about different shots than I'd be talking. Yeah, I would. I'd be talking about different shots. Taking shots at him in many oh, different ways. I, I just want some jack Anyways, on the table. Anyways, uh, again, we'll be that's what I said. I, you're oh, barely yeah. taking some jack shots. Oh, at 10 o'clock, <laughs> we will be talking to Pro Football Focus Senior Data Watch. Messes Collection, up. Watch. An- collection Analyst Ooh. Josh Likowitz. Hey! <laughs> So one of, I want to finish up. But I want to finish up with the strike thing and, and or whatever you want to say. Close out. Fair, fair enough. It's a lockout. But look at the situation right now. It, it this affects some of these players. Some of these players are looking for contracts. Freeman. Freeman's gonna have to wait until this lockout is over before he's gonna get that contract. Helps Atlanta immensely. Absolutely, yes. and also helps the Yankees if you really look uh, at it. No. It does because here's Not the reason Freeman, why. Maybe Correa. Right now, the Yankees, the Yankees could talk. The Yankees could still talk to the player. They can. Isn't that tampering? No, it's not. No, tampering. in all seriousness, no, it's tampering? not tampering. It's the season's over. They can't negotiate. Right they can't now. negotiate. They could talk. So what the hell are you going to talk about? Uh, it's very simple. You, you you get him and his family to come over here to New York. Show him. Show, show him, him what, the empty building. Show him what we do over here in New York and what with all the different things that. Uh, he's going to like here, and maybe by the end of this what? lockout, he decides, you know I'm what? I'm sure there's some player-to-player interaction, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. That goes Absolutely. on all the time. That's why tampering to me is a joke. Like, clearly, This actually helps the Yankees. No, no, no. Tampering not... Like, you don't tampering's think Bryce not Harper this... called Corey Knubel in, like, July? Sure. Like, no, no, no. They, I think office. tampering is more with the front office than the than the players. It's not like the NBA, where it's like, oh, the players are on oh, the league. Oh, Tom Thibodeau's about to lose a blood cell. He's been losing a blood cell, but they're coming back. What did I a tell you? A single blood cell? What did I tell you? probably lost more than that. I mean, that game against the Brooklyn Nets, they should have won. But we'll, we'll get we'll get back into that. By the way, Marcus Stroman goes to the Cubs, which that would that great was signing. it was great a great signing. signing. But he made they made sure the Cubs made sure the last day with the last couple hours to right. make that move. It was right. a great move by them, strategic, and I think they got Stroman from the cheap. I think he was pretty cheap. Three years, seventy one million dollars. I think that's cheap down. for yeah. a starting pitcher uh, and a pitcher. 28, Five? I think. I think he's 28 or 27, right? No, he's the, 28, I'm trying yeah. to do the math. Yeah, he's 28. So three goes into seven twice. That's six. Six and two is blah, blah, blah. So 20, what, seven and three is 21, yeah. yeah. All right. He can win about 15, 16 games for them. He's going to be their ace. 
And if Kyle Hendricks can ever, you know, find a pitching. Well, he's always uh, he's always every other year, Kyle Hendricks. He's great, and then he's down. I think it's a great move. And by the way, great shot by DeRozan. Oh, my God. That oh, bank. That's like his third shot in a row. That was a bank, too. Not easy. That was not an easy shot. Uh, but the Lakers are kicking themselves. In the he ass. was calling bank, too. Watch. Watch him go. Oh, bank. Quickly, it's like he didn't foul. Bank, there you go. Uh, getting back, when you look at the strike right now, and you look at some of these players, and, and you talk about Matt Scherzer, which we're going to get into in just a few minutes, and we talk about, uh, obviously, what the Yankees are doing. It holds the Yankees up on maybe making a move, maybe giving an Aaron Judge an extension. And I, I, if they have any thought of making an extension, and, and that's why they arbitrated, before this whole lockout happened, they arbitrated Sanchez. There was a reason wow. why they did that. Yeah. There's a reason why they did that. You, do you guys know the reason why he, they did that? They can trade him now. Because once this strike is over, they still have control of him. They arbitrated him. They're going to trade him. Yeah. I, I could, these other guys, these other catchers and stuff, they have time now to negotiate with these guys. Right, but who, who are they going to go trade for? What are you talking about? Who, the, the Yankees? Who's gonna, so where Sanchez is going to go, it's either going to be a young team that's trying to make him a catalyst to what they're doing. Or Power it's going to be team? a team that's a salary dump and wants to get rid of how about the, How about the San Diego Chargers? Uh, San Diego Padres. All right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Who the hell do you want from the Padres? I, I don't know. I'll tell they you have a good farm going. system. they got a All good right. farm system. They do. But here's what – and I'm being dead serious. If you, you get trade one Sanchez, player, you're not going to get a big you, player. Okay. Gonna... Then you're out on Freddie Freeman because the only player you're going to get back from them that's going to play right away is Eric Hosmer. Here's an interesting one for that. Uh, two two guys that started off their careers pretty strong, Sanchez and and him, and now both slumped in recent years, hitting wise and pitching wise. Chris Paddock maybe as a flyer. For I the would Yankees. love Chris Paddock. You know I that's would not love a Chris Paddock. You know that's he's got not good a, stuff. That's not a bad idea. Hosmer grew up a Yankee fan. I okay, like that's interesting. One I like Hosmer. That's not a bad I like idea. Hosmer I just it just lot, when you just said that, I'm like I'm listening about it and I'm I'm thinking about it. But Why that not? Hosmer has on Freeman. Yeah, and you're not getting Correa, and you're not bringing Rizzo okay. back. That's f- not. I'm really because Hosmer has what four- eighteen million dollars. Yeah, Hosmer's that's got a lot. Four, Hosmer's got four years left on the. Yeah, that's not a lot of money. That's eighteen cheap million dollars for first baseman. Yeah, you're, you're eighteen million dollars for the next. Um, What's what? What Freeman 60, wants? What six, sixty-eight million? Four, it's four. It was four years. It was four years and eighteen and a half million average annual value at the time. I'm not sure if the contract was no, front loaded or back loaded. I mean, Hosmer hasn't looked good, but maybe being you know charged up going to the Yankees well, can change listen, everything. I, 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 and he's he's hit very well have, in the American. No, none of these people are going to tell me that I'm right, but you know how much I love Eric Hosmer. Yep. So. That's that could happen. Actually, I never even thought of that. That's a good idea. Has Sanchez for Hosmer? You take well, no. That that I mean, you, hopefully you get Chris Paddock or some young pitcher. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because they're both very similar career trajectories, and the Yankees could use the pitcher, young pitcher. Maybe they can develop their stuff. He can still. I know Jeff out. doesn't like Hosmer, and I, I'll say that Jeff does not like Eric Hosmer. I've heard him argue about this. He just said, "Good, they can t- they can have him." But I think he's no, going to. He was referencing oh, Hunter Renfro. Ben said Hunter Renfro to the Brewers. Oh, okay. He doesn't like Hosmer Renfro. either. Okay. Hunter Renfro in Milwaukee is dangerous. Jeff doesn't like. Um, Jeff doesn't like Hosmer either. Milwaukee's okay. going to get. That's a bat Milwaukee needs in the playoffs. Or this year he doesn't yeah. like I don't know him. if that's. Because Hosmer, what, he hasn't been good. No, year. he's been slumping no, since his first year with the Padres. Yeah. It's, it's weird. The team got better. He almost got worse for whatever reason. Maybe nah, the pressure. As I long don't as know. he brings that glove with him, I don't really care how much he hits. But I, that could that could very much happen. He grew up a Yankee fan. I think that makes a lot of sense. They should have signed him with Oh, Jeff does. Oh, hold on one second. Jeff does like Hosmer. But, Jeff, we were talking, and you told me 
that Hosmer, you know, Hosmer's on a downfall. You didn't really feel like Hosmer was any good anymore. Short porch and left field. How how bad can you be? I mean, that's a pretty good trade, actually, if you think about it. I would do it. Hosmer for Sanchez. I, Hosmer I, and Paddock. For then Sanchez. it takes I'm away your first base. He takes away your first base situation, and maybe you could still go after Correa. Why not? I I, I mean, Hosmer. You're you pretty much have him for a four year contract. It's not a long contract, and you know Brian Cashman don't like those long contracts. That could no. work out for the Yankees. It could. What was Hosmer? Seven one eighty. At the, t- at the time, yes, it was it was it was seven. I think one sixty something at the time, one sixty three. I want to say at the time. That's a good, that's Again, a good, I don't, I'm not sure if it's front loaded or back loaded. Right? But you're right. He his value is going to drop now because he hasn't had the same the last two years. So watch this, right? So Hosmer now fills two needs. You get the left handed. Well, you brought up Hosmer, and then you were like, "Kind of, that's not going to happen." But if you really think about it, it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if that's. I don't know if you're the makes Yankees sense. if you just salary dump Sanchez there. I, it's it's and it makes sense. They you're getting Mejia, you're right? filling in your first base position you on a good contract for a catcher that you you uh, you don't want, but you're getting a player that right, can but, play right away. But if on the if on and the he's going to love being a Yankee because he no, grew up yeah. a Yankee fan. Uh, yeah, he'll be one of these guys like Lyle Overbay and Doug Mawinski who come here and have revolutionary second half. Yeah, that he'll be one of them. I but just think he loves it. He he he'll he'll always wanted to play he's for. He's never played. He the always wanted to play he'll for the Yankees. Freaking have a wet dream here. But my <laughs> a problem, wet dream. My problem. Is, <laughs> Speedy has a wet dream every oh, time God. he thinks of New York. Yeah. <laughs> Nice wet one. You want to go to an after-hours club that no one knows? I think this would be good for <laughs> no him. I think, you, I think you could really no help one, him out. If no one knows this, it, uh, category. if no one knows it, who would you know? serve us? And maybe uh, Jeff will come with you too. You, you pack the dollars, and both of you, before you uh, beat the hell out of each other, you know, put your hands together and give him the nice tower, right? The tower of love, right to who? the uh, you and Jeff. To who? Give Speedy the tower of love. You know, you introduce him to some beautiful uh, strippers or something like that. Do you have money? <laughs> no, you and him. You and you were actually. You have to include the dollars. I mean, you and Jeff. I mean, Jeff could. I no, mean, Jeff. Jeff will definitely take care of the dollars. I, I think he would. I'll take care of the <laughs> Carl says wet dreams are why Speedy had no clean underwear. <laughs> wow, Carl. <laughs> I give all the praise to the to, to, to Michigan, and now Michigan. you're doing this. That's great. I like. That. Who's kidding? No, I said I uh, I, I, I was ref- I was giving Carl all the praise to Michigan at the beginning of the show that how uh, Errol was praising him and we we're <laughs> giving him all the praise They're at the Ohio State people. game and now fickle, now. Ridicule, pickle, and see he's doing his Elvis again. What, what? <laughs> Elvis? I can, I, I'll give you some Elvis. You play an Elvis song, I'll take the you know before this show is over. If you want me to sing some Elvis, I could sing some Elvis. Man. Thank you, thank you very much. No problem. And by the way, he should have banked that. That was a bad shot by Barzell. Terrible. By the way, if you're going to trade Gajot, mm-hmm. trade him to the Rangers, please. Uh, you with this Boston Bruins. What? Right? Are you, you bring you bringing him? Pajot. A Pajot? They're not trading I love Pajot. Pajot. They're not I wanted gonna... to hit the Rangers again when he was on Ottawa Center. He, he's, they're not trading Pajot. I, I mean, he signed Isn't him. he up soon? No, he no. just signed a long deal. <laughs> Did he? No. Yes. Yeah. He resigned once he traded with the Islanders. He's young, oh, too. I mean, the, uh, I mean, the Islanders gave up a first and a second for him. They gave up a lot for Pajot. All right, so, fine. We'll take Clutterbuck. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah okay. you might be able. You might be able to because he's a he's a free agent. We're not actually. taking Clutterbuck for that much money. <laughs> I'll tell you this: if they lose this year and they don't make the playoffs, even though it, you know, I, I think it's a this would be a lost season. But the Islanders, I don't think that third that fourth line is going to be all together next year. I think they'll to change. Honest, I think the Island. I think Clutterbuck will come back for year, less money. If you don't win some this year, uh, Pajot's almost as good as gone because no, you're not trying Barzell, and those two are the most. 
They're not trading, valuable players. You have. They're not trading Pajot. They're they're not Pajot. The Islanders right now they they have good contracts. Their no. contracts are good. They can have eighteen million dollars to spend in the off season. The Islanders are set, man. They're they'll be fine. And they have a, they'll have a and if they don't win, obviously they're going to have a high first round draft pick. But I think the Islanders have a very good chance. They are going to trade Chara. They absolutely will. If 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 the Islanders aren't uh, a playoff He's team, so but a tr- a close to a playoff team in a trade deadline, I think I'm sure there'll be a team He's, lining yeah, up together. Yeah, Boston. Somebody. Yeah, will Boston take them. takes them back. Yeah, I could say that. You know who knows? I mean, it's still very early, so we'll, we'll he, see what he, happens. You want to know what the Islanders should do? Hmm. You guys should make a play for Michael, uh, McAvoy. Who? McAvoy, McAvoy. McAvoy. That's going to be a pricey. Boston's not trading McAvoy. They're not doing that. They might have no choice. And McAvoy grew up a Ranger fan, if I'm not mistaken. He did. He's from Long Beach. Speaking of McAvoy and the Bruins, our Bruins fan has arrived. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. What's going on, bud? Yes, Bruins finally ahead in a game. Love it. Anyways, uh, I thought you didn't didn't like Hosmer. No, I like Cosmo. I, I suggested that that's who they should have gotten years ago because they needed a left-handed bat. But I also think the Yankees missed their window to get Hosmer. Do you think so? If they were going to, yeah, one hundred percent, because they have, um, they have Jake Cronenworth who can also play first base. That they kind of platooned there, but with them trading away Adam Frazier, they're just going to move Cronenworth back to second. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were also rotating Cronenworth at shortstop, and they were putting Tatis in the outfield. Well, it would be a dream I don't know if Bob Melvin true. will do that necessarily like the other manager did, but it, it's definitely an interesting scenario to play with all that depth. Which, by the way, you were Possible talking about uh, you know, some of the good moves the Mariners made, and not for nothing, that has completely flown under the radar, the fact that the Mariners trade for Adam Frazier, mm-hmm. who is a... Uh, Vastly underrated player. Yeah, the league and hits. One of the yeah, one of the better contact hitters. I, yeah, Tyler's right. Before he got traded, he was leading the National League at the All Star break in batting average, and I think he finished third or fourth, something like that. Hits in batting average. In batting average. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. So yeah, uh, the, the Mariners definitely need a contact. They were another like team that was chasing this uh, before the the lockout. I, I really think a lot yeah, of this Robbie team were Ray chasing. Texas, mm-hmm. the Texas Rangers were chasing. I think it was too much chasing because people feel that this lockout – and I'm, I'm one of them. I, I don't think this lockout's going to be fast. I, think this is I don't be, either. It'll be done by the end of the year. I, I don't think so. I, I think know. this is going to take stick, at least two to three months. I'm still sticking three. with Memorial I mean, Day every, opening day. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone likes to posture and stuff, and that's what they're going to do for the next two months because they'll have mm-hmm. January and February and whatever. Yep. But no one likes missing paychecks. Absolutely, I but I think I, I think we've seen this before. With baseball, a lot of the players and, and the, the lawyers uh, that are involved with this, they're they're not they're gonna hold strong and and, and the, these negotiations with the owners, uh, they're gonna be very tough on this because they want more you know there's literally nothing to hold strong on. The the players are, are getting, you know, huge contracts. You guys were surprised by the Seeger contract. I wasn't. I thought Seeger was a good player and that's where salaries are going. So so it's like, what is there to fight for? Well, I, 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 th- I think a lot of these small marketplaces, I, I've been reading a lot of things that Rob Manford is saying. And you know, Rob Manford, I, I don't think Rob Manford should be talking right now. I think this should be really into the discussion and negotiations before you open your mouth because you look really, really bad when you speak. 
He just he looks like he. I, and I'm I'm not taking shots. You just don't like Rob Manfred. No, I don't. But he, he's stupid. Why do you go out to the press and open your mouth when you haven't even sat down really with the players' union? You really haven't even sat down with them. And you're they ready. have though. They had negotiations. Yeah, but I, you, I have they because right now they're going to be sitting down more than they ever have because there's nothing going on. It's all locked. So now you have all these owners going to be sitting together and banding together about these, you know, these really looking at the contracts now. I, what made no sense, and I'm going to go back, and I, I know you said something last night uh, when I came to Correa. I said that Correa is not going to get o- over $200 million. because yes, he I, will. Uh, now he will because all of a sudden after last he year. He was always going to get uh, it. But, he was always going to get it. That's why he turned out. Springer should have made more money than he had last year. Springer should have got a lot more money, but because of COVID and the way COVID was going, they took the lesser contract because they – look but at DJ LeMayu. DJ LeMayu should have made more than that. Oh, yeah. But a it, lot more right, than but that. It doesn't, right, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's timing. Look at what happened with the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you had a reduction in the salary cap and people that were free agents missed the boat last year. Sometimes that's just way – you know, the ball bounces. Sometimes it's just bad luck, right? So maybe last year was a down year for free agents, and this year it isn't. So, I'm looking at this, right? And we're bringing up trade ideas. Whit Merrifield needs to be on the table. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, dude, you're, you're honestly playing, like, fantasy baseball with your unrealistic <laughs> freaking trades. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, Whoa, because literally what you're doing. He fits a need. Well, Whit Merrifield's right. been on trade radars for a while. And you're kind the, of similar to right. Adam Frazier, there's going to be teams that need contact hitters. So, I could see where he's coming from with that. By the ball. way, look who's in the lead, by the way. So right, know. but but what you're doing is trying to build an all-star team, and it's just not possible. What do you mean? It's just not. Well, where's well, where is he? Big Merrifield's going? Though no, that's a bit. There's a big difference. The best player in every position on your team, Let's and it's say, just not realistic. Well, I, I think he. I think the Yankees can get him. But if Eric Hosmer is very realistic, because the Padres are makes very, a lot of sense. If the Padres have, are basically anymore. begging major league teams to take that contract off their hands, one, two, with Merrifield. Fits a need well, the Yankees don't hold have. Hold on one second, Jeff. That doesn't mean that's not uh, possible. It, there definitely is a possibility. And he's cheap. It's definitely a possibility if they want to take the contract away and they feel like Hosmer and is. How many people major league baseball goods. actually know Whit Merrifield? Maybe I mean, maybe they go after Freeman. Every, maybe they go knows, after Freeman. Everybody knows Whit Merrifield. He's probably the best second baseman. In baseball. How about yeah, this? He so is. I said. Well, I won't go and say that. Freeman is looking for a six-year, one hundred eighty million dollar contract. He's right. great. The other. The why other why could the Padres be, do that? The other problem the Yankees have, too, is what are they going to give him? Nothing. No well, one wants Clint Frazier anymore. Gary Sanchez. So Gary Sanchez, who averages, no one, averages 20, 24 to 25 home runs. Yes, he's, he's not no great under no the plate, but maybe no him going no over one, there. Maybe going no over there, it'll change. Toad, they can't play defense. That's fine, but we don't. if maybe him going to the National League, it'd be different. Maybe it'd and be you, different. And you want the, and you want the, the Royals to say. trade for Gary. And you want the Royals to trade for Gary Sanchez when they already have Salvador Perez. Well, Perez is a free agent. Perez right. is a free agent. They'll sign him. Uh, we'll see. I mean, Perez. I don't know. Hold on, though. Wait just a second here. Yeah. And you don't think Salvador Perez wants somebody to take the load off his knees? He's going to be 35 years old next year. If Perez is even a Roy. No, he wants right. to be He wants to be a catcher. He, he said that. He still he believes he All has right. another well, five Gary years Sanchez to Gary Sanchez might not want to be a catcher. Gary Sanchez He's might expecting, say, let me D8. Perez is expecting a four- to five-year deal, no less than that. And that's what he's going to yeah, get. Yeah, and the Royals are not in a position where you just take a team-friendly discount. They're not going to do that at this point with that. If, if Perez is going to come back to the Royals, the Royals have to give up a lot of money. Absolutely. $14 million a year, and that's a lot of money for a catcher. I mean, Perez is only part owner. Perez is going to be looking, especially for the year that he had, 14 to $16 million a year. That's what he's going to be looking. 
and he's going to ask I, for. I don't think so. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to want top. He's the best catcher in baseball. He's going to want to get. I think he'll end up. You don't pay catchers that much money. I mean, Real Muto. What did he get? What did he get? Real Muto got over twenty one and a half, something like that. Yeah. Real Muto is the best. Real Muto is the first of all young. Yep. Real Moto's young, and uh, when he got that, well, yes, he was. He was no, very young. Yeah, 20, no, 27, was 27, 27 time, right? Yes. 29. 29 that he yeah. had that? Mm-hmm. So he's 29, and he, he can steal bases. He can do all that stuff. Perez can't do it. I'm not saying the, the Yankees. Problem, the problem with the Yankees, Yankees isn't even second base or catcher or whatever it is you're, you're thinking. The they need pitching. They need relief pitching. That's what they need. Oh, They need starting pitching, too. Relief pitching. That's what he said. Yeah, Corey Knubel didn't get called. I think it's going to be. It's it's really early. There's a lot of good relief pitches that are going to be available. Well, Corey they get, they're going to the uh, the Yankees are absolutely going to make moves for pitching. I, I just don't think they're going to be people look at some of the things that the Yankees are going to do. You're going to be like, why did the Yankees do that? But I I think Patrick Corbin ain't walking through that door. No, oh, who said that? You. You, you have everyone going to them. Remember when you were like, oh, Patrick Corbin got to lead the Yankees. By the and way, the by the way, just so you just so you know. Patrick Corbin is definitely going to be looking to be traded sometime next year. Because the Nationals are trading him on a down. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> he had a if really bad year If the last Yankees year. are making a phone call about the national pitcher, it better be the guy they should have signed last offseason. Who's that? Strasburg. I wouldn't. But again, Strasburg. they're trading like Corbin. You'll be trading him on he a down. He, just, he got hurt a lot last so year. You're, and it would be very unyanked. Washington's going to want to trade him on a high. He's a winning trade pitcher. Him. you got to account for that. The, the Nationals are not going to trade him now. No. They're going to try to take a flyer on him. If maybe he does individually and the team's still struggling, then they'll but trade him. if you're the him. Nationals, you can't risk I think Patrick Corbin is realistic. I, I, don't. I, I don't think his value is going to drop any lower right now because he already got hurt. So I, I think if anything, no. he's Trust nothing to do but go up. You're, you're not going to see the Yankees not do anything. They're going to make a move. They just got to decide where they want to go. They might not make a move, I, right? Oh, they I, might, dude, listen, every, they might have you been in New York? Because, I've been reading a lot dude, of things. It's going to happen. I mean, listen, There's a lot of different things they may not make up. a move in the offseason, though. They might be looking to make their move at the trade deadline rather than make it. In yes, but so. no. I think I, I I still think the Yankees are going to make a big move. They're not going to sit on nothing. I just don't think it's going to be the crazy, crazy. Maybe one big move. I, I said this: Freeman, Correa. I don't want Correa, but it could be Correa. I think it's there's very logically. I mean, Freeman's a definitely almost bet if he doesn't go back to the Braves. And as much as I think the Braves are going to get him. I still think that the Yankees are looming and waiting to pounce on this. And, and if it happens, we've seen the Yankees do this before. So You know, the Yankees might miss completely, right? Yeah, just because – listen, just because you're seeing teams this offseason, right, like this free agency period, that you don't normally see making moves. The Tigers have had a great offseason. The, the Rangers are making moves. Dude, the Marlins are spending money. What the hell Absolutely. is that all about? Jeter's got a plan. Yeah. Right, so you might not be, you know, the highest bidder this year all of a sudden, right? Like, you know, Brian Cashman has made it very clear he's not going to overpay anymore. Absolutely. And, smart move. Right, so I don't disagree that it is. They're the Yankees, I don't, trust me. I don't disagree that it is a smart move, but that's also why you guys might get nothing this year. They're getting. I'm telling you right now, the Yankees are gonna. They're gonna make moves. If they stood pat and just tried to find pitching, they'd be, they'd be better off because they still have Gallo and and uh, you know Gallo. Stanton. 
Gallo's still there, right? Yes, yeah, he, he is. One more year. He was they're actually, the Yankees are, there are a lot of teams that are interested in Gallo, and the Yankees might Please. think to move him. Please. That's what I heard. I've been reading that stuff. That's There's a lot of teams uh, interested in Gallo. He's a great defensive Please player, and he's going to give you between 35 and 40 home runs, and he's going to get you almost 100 strikeouts. RBIs. I mean, that's a power hitter. Then you line oh, up. Oh, please! Yankee fans are never worried about strikeouts. They watch Judge strike out eight million times. Not a anymore year this year. They didn't. I, that's the point that. of why you could trade Gallo and get something different. Yeah, <laughs> you're stuck with Stanton unless he opts out, which he's not going. No, to. stuck not with. Going and again, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And again, if you traded Gallo, you wouldn't really be getting like a ton for him either because he's on an expiring contract. And here's the thing: Why is everybody saying stuck with? Stuck with. You have no choice. The contract is. He, they could trade I him. like Stanton, Stanton's but I'm just saying whether, you, whether we wanted to trade him or quietly not. Had a, t- quietly, Stanton had a great year. He did have a very good year. At points, he, he was the best a, player in baseball. He, he, but he had a very it. good year. And his second half of the season and in the playoffs, by the way, he was the only player hitting at that game. I and he should have, like Jeff said, should have had two right. home runs. You're 100% right. But right, but, it, but is it like... Massive. But it, but is it likely that he's going to get better with it's age? It's really not no, that it's massive. Not, no, it's it really not isn't. likely. And and know. as that contract goes on, it gets – Oh, hold on one second. How much the, is he making right now? Is he making less now? Because as the years go by, I think he's making – no, I think he's making like 23 a year right now. No, that contract goes up, dude. Does it really? Go, yeah. go, Speedy, go uh, to he's that. He's got to be sniffing go, go, to, go to that. Because even thirty's not a lot after that's some a of the, ton it's, it's, for a DH. He's not a DH. He also plays in the he plays eighty to ninety games he should, he in should the play outfield. Every game in the outfield, but Aaron Boone doesn't do. He that. Play, no, they they don't want him to get hurt. They want him to stay fresh. That's that's why they do that. That's exactly why they do it. Oh, why do you think he hits in the second double, half? Double. What was yeah, that? Jeff's right. It goes up. Yeah, you love him. He lost the ball. It goes Great up job, twenty nine million this year, thirty two each of the next three years after oh, that. Then it goes tenant? to twenty nine, twenty five, and then twenty twenty eight. Yeah, he but has it's a, twenty right, but it only goes down to twenty five in his thirty seven and thirty eight. Yeah, uh, yeah, twenty twenty eight, twenty twenty eight. They have a club option that includes a ten million dollar buyout, and then twenty twenty nine is when it actually ends if they don't take that buyout. So yes, you're right, right. on that one. Right, so, so he's gonna his salary keeps going up each of the next. What is know, the most he's years. making? Thirty two. All uh, right, for the next three years and after, and after by this then, year, and by then thirty two million a year is nothing. I mean, yeah, so, depending on what the results of I mean, lockout not, and it could be. I mean, be. that's not true. Right. I mean, that's not true either because no, that's exactly million. what Corey Seager I'll just signed for. You, I'll be honest with you, that contract is why you couldn't go overpay for Max Scherzer. But this, but this I, is what need more right now. Chicago Standard Max Scherzer. Listen, Max Scherzer, the Yankees were never giving him $43 million a year. I understand. Nobody would have. The Mets, that was outrageous. I understand. But But, what I'm trying to tell you is is that definitely prevented you from even making the phone call. But this is exactly the paradox of how Errol makes arguments, though, right? Because Corey Seager getting $32 million a year is absurdity and craziness. It's Corey Seager. John Carlos Stanton was the MVP of the league, okay? But – he was the, how, how many years ago? Three years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. Right. And Corey Seager, Corey Seager is much younger. All right. Corey Seager is much younger. He came off a major injury. 
Major yeah, injury. he'll be fine. He's still one of the best players. He's a base. shortstop, okay? And and, and and as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm not making a paradox or make, even making an argument. You have to look at the big picture. $32 million a year for Corey Seager at shortstop is much better than $32 million a year for a designated hitter. Uh, he's not a designated hitter. Again, if people... He is. No, he's not. No, he's not. He he's plays, a secondary outfielder. He's, that's, that's because the Yankees are trying to protect him. If if he was playing in the National also League, inadvertently he'd play Judge every too. game. He'd play every game. Judge. Yeah. Also, inadvertently could protect Judge. But, Judge DHs some games too, and right, I understand that. They, they have Aaron a different Judge. They have a lot of different normally, guys that can do that. I, listen, I know it's unpopular when I said it a few years ago. I'm going to say it now. I don't want long-term investment in Aaron Judge. I don't. You're yes. crazy. Yes, you are on the train of now bandwagon. That's how I started the segment. It's crazy. I think with I that. that's crazy. He's your best player. He's one of the top, when healthy, top five players. That's league. the problem. He's. He's five tool player, man. He that's fine. He's a six tool player. The hospital sees him just as much as the baseball field does. <laughs> Not this year. And if he could stay that's healthy, that's fine. That's fine. He's had what five years in the league? Six. This is his. Yeah, this would be his sixth year. Okay. He's had two full seasons. Mm-hmm. Come on. Okay. And you're going to invest two hundred fifty three hundred million dollars in this guy? He's, he's not going to get two hundred fifty. He's no, going to get not. a lot of money. No, he's not. Listen, Corner outfielders are getting a lot about all no. the contracts going around. Tyler Judge get is getting top dollar. No, he's not. Not okay. anymore. But what corner outfielder has gotten that much he's money? Too old. Bryce Harper just too old. Not Bryce. Sorry. Sorry. That, all right. Besides Bryce Harper, who's young and in his prime, the Bryce, okay. older, older, older Aaron outfielders. Judge. Aaron Judge is going to be older by the time his contract's off. When have the Yankees not offered top dollar most. to the face of the franchise? Yeah, 160, 170. That's what he's going to make. I mean, can we can we stop with the too old argument too? We just saw a thirty-eight year old pitcher get forty-three million. Yes, and, I, and 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 as crazy as it it really sounds, because it was crazy, and a lot of people can say whatever Deserves they want. It's crazy. Every penny of it. Uh, nobody deserves forty-three million dollars in one year. Who, by the way, has shoulder problems? He does. He That's had shoulder great. problems he last year. And by the way, Mark was right. I forgot that he had shoulder problems at the end of the season. He did. That's so fun. that's you don't that's think the and that's just made him pass a physical. That's fine. Passing a physical doesn't mean you, you have shoulder problems. That's fine. <laughs> Dude, just because you can he turn your head and cough days, doesn't mean your shoulder's his, fine. Uh, try, <laughs> try, trust me, he's got shoulder problems, and and you saw him grabbing his shoulder throughout the playoffs. Pitch so phenomenal. That okay. You're the last person I'm going to take injury advice from. Tom Brady's cut. Hey, that's fine, but you you know that it's true. Ben says, uh, and, you, and you said uh, you know, Severino was going to come back fine, and that hasn't happened either. He's been an absolute bum. Uh, he's been a bum. He came back last year at the end of the season. He was in the bullpen. He didn't really even start a game. So how how is Terrible. he going to get his momentum when he, he and I, he'll come back this year? He'll be fine. But this is what the, Yan- the Yankees do. He'll be fine. I, I think Severino will be fine. Chaba, they ruined Phil Hughes, Aaron Small. Nobody tells Severino to throw the ball 100 miles. No one tells him to show He threw the ball harder than anybody in the league. Anybody in the league. Yes, that's great. Consistent. What head coach or what manager tells their player to show up 15 minutes before uh, starting, start throwing then? That was on him more than no, I understand staff. that. But Aaron Boone, if he had any balls, would say, all right, you missed your start. You're suspended. Go I, I mean, you could technically blame all the other players, too, sure. Yeah, I you're going to tell you one of your best pitchers, uh, by the way, was a Cy Young candidate. You know what? Sit down. You're not doing the right thing. Go home. Nobody's going to do well, that. Well, guess what? That start 
is where he started to get that shoulder problem from. So maybe he'll, you should have give him it. give him this year. He'll play a full season oh, if there is a season. We don't even know if the lockout is is going to even end. But he there's going to be a season, man. I do. He, I do. I believe that. As much that. as the players are going to lose money too, the owners want to make money as well, right? And and without games and and asses in the seats, they don't make money either. So both sides are going to be motivated to make this happen. Ben says there are three major problems with this free agency arbitration and revenue sharing among owners. Players want to make massive changes to the structure of the game. They are pushing for things like a shorter time until they hit free agency and most importantly, preventing teams from quote unquote tanking. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a bit. Yeah, I think that's a bigger disparity when it comes to the owners, though, too, because the owners don't want the, the, the players to tag. I think it's more like the players want to make the trades. Uh, they, they want the players to make the trades, too, and bring in guys, and also the disparity of the balance of between the small market and big market teams. Players well, the, the, well that's going to be another... Helps the owners, though. Well, that's going to be another sticking point, too, Speedy, because they want to raise the luxury tax from $210 yes. million to $240 million. Yep. And And that would mean less money for... Uh, the Royals, the Pirates, the you know all the small market teams, and it would mean you know uh, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the teams that do spend money now, the Mets, right, would mm-hmm. be even stronger. Oh, so sure. It wouldn't it wouldn't be great as far as uh, balance of power for baseball? No, I think that yeah, you're right. In that sense, I think it would be harder for them to be able to to compete as a whole. And also I think from the, from the player standpoint too, I think they're them wanting the arbitration thing kind of is, is already happening where you're seeing most recently Wander Franco got the contract uh, from the, from the Rays. They got 10 years, I think 200 something million. And then, you know, it was, it was, it was 12 years. And by the way, that's a brilliant contract. because oh, yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't going to be eligible to even get paid for another five, five years or six years or whatever, right. the way the structure is for rookies. So, uh, so yeah, they I think that them up at a at a reasonable rate because think about they're going to get them at twenty million dollars a year, uh, you know, for you know, twelve years. That's an amazing contract. Which is, I think, the it counterpoint to why the, I still think that'll still end up helping the smaller teams at least get those contracts where they do have the money to work with, rather than saying, all right, they're not going to be able to pay them at all. The Rays have to trade everybody. I, I will say this. Run. The Islanders lost in overtime, and again, they didn't give any protection to their goaltender. So, No. <laughs> it is what it is. It, it is what it is. Anyway, I know. I'm though. sad for Islander fans. Uh, That's over. your first point in like two weeks. They haven't played in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> a month. All I'm thinking about is Rob Schneider. Oh, we suck again. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Do it. Um, in just a few moments, we will be talking to Pro oh, Football Focus Senior Data Collection Analyst Josh Liskowitz. Hey, <laughs> I think he screws it up on purpose, so that way, uh, you know, we think he can't do it, but then when he does I just mess good. around. It's what I do. It's oh, what well, I do. We know. Anyways. Uh, Big Elvis. Uh, but uh, it's it's going to be a, a very – by the way, Jeff, we need you to call back up because we're doing our picks. Uh, Speedy's been keeping – Speedy, what is the records right now? Uh, Jeff's in the lead by by four over you, and then it's – Of course it's, I am. That it's Tyler than me. Of course I am. Of course I'm in the lead. I'm right behind you. guys you. all bag on everything I say, but who is we the agree. most right, Speedy? We say agree. Hold on. Hold on. With Jeff, we agree with a lot of things – a lot of picks that we make. We do. Well, you know, yeah, well, yeah. you're you're wrong more than I am. That's just what it That's is. That's fine. It's not over yet, bud. We got a lot left. And uh, I will pull away, baby. And it's a good thing we don't make college football picks because I would have body-bagged yes. everyone with Georgia yeah. this year. Yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. First of all, I thought Georgia was going to be good this year, too. I did. 
So and you only got on Georgia because I told you. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, I did hear that Georgia has one of the fastest defenses in, w- that they've ever seen in, in NCAA football in history. So I, I was uh, obviously with, with the good defenses and the fast defenses are usually good. And I and I and I'm going to say this again. Don't be surprised if Michigan is playing the national title. I'm, I'm just uh, telling well, you. Just telling. The, I mean that could that could happen. I don't know. It's a. It, it's a wait and see thing yes. to see who's even getting it. Could you imagine right? what? Could you imagine what Jim Harbaugh is going to be doing? Did you see the smile <laughs> on his face when he beat Ohio State? Michigan dude? plays. Georgia, it was hilarious. Absolutely body I'm just saying that was one of the funniest phases I've ever seen. A coach go up there with a smirk. He never smiles. I mean, it's like scary. It's like a poltergeist or something. <laughs> he saw a ghost. Enough or for something. nothing. Here's a here's another fun little uh, tip for you mm. going forward. Arch Manning to LSU confirmed. Ooh, I like it. Arch no, Manning. No, it's happening. Oh, it already did? Right, officially? No, 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 no. He hasn't committed, but it's going to happen. Okay. Brian Kello. Little, little birdie was tweeting in my ear. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, there you go. Brian Kello. Or Kellogg's, we'll call him. Because he likes Kelly. to, you know. I know. All I know, all I know is uh, I call him Kellogg's. Our special guest, Josh Liskowitz, is going to love the, the Michigan championship pick. Huge Michigan fan. Oh, there we it's go. It's not going to. Yeah, I mean, listen. They might make it to the national championship. They're not winning. They that's what that's what Errol was saying. They're not that's winning. That's what that's what he said. They're, they're, they're going to make the national championship. They're going to make the national. And you're going to see. You're going to see old Jimmy put a smile on his face. I, I'm I mean, not so sure that happens. If they got to play Cincinnati, I might pick Cincinnati. I got Michigan in the game. I'm telling you, Michigan will go to the national championship. They'll lose. But Jim Harbaugh, it doesn't matter. And if they Harbaugh win, Harbaugh will be a god. Harbaugh will be like, I told you. I told they're not, you. They're not winning. It's going to be an SEC championship, I'm, whether it's just, Georgia or Alabama. I'm, that's where it's going. I'm joking. You know, I'm just uh, having a little fun with this. You know, this, this to me is a lot of fun. Seeing the fact that Michigan's going to be playing for a possible national championship where everybody was dogging them. Dogging them. Jimmy Harb. I mean, but hey. I look. mean, let's face it. They had people had every right to dog them because they're – track record the last five years has been dog shit <laughs> where's, where's and, they got, and they got fairly i don't lucky, know he was just right? in now he left i'm trying to get him back internet in. died sorry he said <laughs> <laughs> and they got fairly Ugh. lucky too because if it didn't snow ohio state will probably win that football game there he is there he is there he is. He's back. You just want to bring him in? No, no. We're, we'll go we're, to we're, break. We're going to go to a quick break. Jeff, we'll get you on after uh, Mr. Liskowitz. Okay? Jeffrey is a gano. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking to pro football focus, senior data collection analyst, Josh Liskowitz, here on the Sports Lab Mouse. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the Sports Loudmouths. As you guys know, this is another show of the Sports Loudmouths. I'm your host, Big Easy, Errol Marks, Speedy, Drano Speedy, and Tyler Malibu Harrison. Yes, we've got it. Uh, You like Malibu? I like like Malibu. All right. I know you like Malibu. You don't look like you're from Malibu, but... I I think you're covering your your hair because you're losing it. It's okay, right? It's okay. I mean, if I could look like Elvis, I certainly would like (laughs) Elvis. Listen, nobody could look like Elvis except yours truly. 
Uh, he's not kidding. He's got a wonderful mop under that hat. 631-672-3108 is the number, everybody. You can go to our website at www.worldwidesportsradio.com. iOS, yes, our app is on iOS, WWSRN, or Android. Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Speedy, my heart goes out to you and your family again. I know you're... Uh, you know, your, your grandfather passed away the other day, and, uh, you know, it's been a really hard couple of weeks. I lost my nephew. Speedy lost his grandfather. It's been uh, Thank you. very, very hard. But, <laughs> you uh, gave us all COVID. Huh? You gave us all COVID. Are you, you going to bring up the COVID thing now? <laughs> uh, you see what I – see, Josh, this is, this is what I have to deal with during the show. But it's great. Uh, it, it just – it puts me – you know, they put me in, and drive me to stand and scratch my nails on a – chalkboard or something. Anyways, uh, we are now talking to Pro Football Focus Senior Data Collection Analyst, Josh Lissisquiz. <laughs> you like Lissisquiz. that? Yeah, no, Lissisquiz. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. I, the whole show, before we got you on, I know how to pronounce your last name. But I've been, so going, I've been going back and forth on how I'm going to present your, your name because it's, it's got a mouthful, you know? <laughs> it is. I won't argue that. I won't argue that. Liskowitz. Normally, normally people add an SKI at the end of it because they figure out it's Polish and they get scared. <laughs> oh, man. So I really shouldn't need to say Shalom just now. Well, just because he's Polish doesn't mean he can't be Jewish. Josh, tell the fans how you uh, started as, uh, you know, working for Pro Football Focus and how did you become a senior data collection analyst? Sure. Well, I was working, um, I, I, I guess, as an apprentice for a former NFL scout, work for Big Ten Network, doing some uh, uh, college scouting for, for them and for the CFL. And eventually when uh, Chris Collinsworth purchased PFF in 2015, they decided to finally expand to college because to that point they were just the NFL. And so they needed to hire new analysts. I had a couple connections there. And uh, that's kind of when it all started was uh, was uh, 2015. That was my first year. And I've uh, been kicking there ever since. Now, uh, why don't we uh, get into this wonderful NFL season? Because it's been wonderful, not for us Jet fans and maybe for us Giant fans, but it could be wonderful because the offseason could be very wonderful. I mean, the Jets could be drafting at 4-5 and five and the Giants could be drafting at 6-7. and seven. So who's better than the New York players but, or the New York teams? The Bills. Well, the Bills, <laughs> yes. But, uh, that the real New York team. Well, hold on one, one second. Just because they play in Buffalo does not mean that they're going to win a championship. If they don't win a championship. Well, what are they going to do next year? I mean, they can have a lot. I mean, all they need is a running back, really. And I think the Bills are stacked. But anyways, uh, um, Josh, what are your thoughts uh, right now to this season as far as I'm concerned uh, with the, you know, the opportunities? Not Everybody looks at the, the New York teams as, as, as a bad side. I think, obviously, they're both rebuilding teams. The, the Jets are quicker to rebuild, and the Giants could be a rebuilding team in the offseason. Have, do you think that this season's a completely lost season for both teams? No, not at all. I think they both need to be down there in that building. I don't think seven and nine, or excuse me, seven and ten, or a middling record like that helps either team. So I think it's perfectly fine for them to be where they're at. Obviously, you're the Jets. You want your rookie quarterback to be healthy, to have some time to show some development, and none of that's happened. So you're worried about that. There's no question about that. Uh, you don't like having Michael Carter start to look like he's breaking out as a rookie and then him get hurt for the year. 
So that's not good either. But at the same time, it really doesn't benefit them at all to be picking somewhere in the middle of the draft. Now, obviously, they get two picks. It looks like they're both going to be very high because Seattle is uh, certainly doing their part right now. <laughs> Are they ever? Uh, so that's pretty exciting. But this is something I've talked about with a couple of uh, fellow PFF analysts, um, not even Jets fans in particular, but just for fans of football. Um, and this is before this weekend's blow up with Hutchinson, but before their win this last weekend, they were, they were set to pick second and fifth. If there's a way they could get both edges, Hutchinson and the Oregon kid, how amazing would that be? Yeah. It completely transformed that defense. Got offensive pieces that you at least want to develop that you got last year. I think that would be the funnest thing to watch going forward, getting two absolute stud edge guys like that in the draft. And it's, it's still possible with, uh, you know, you just don't know how it's going to shake out. And Seattle certainly doesn't look like they're going to win any games anytime soon. So, you know, maybe, maybe it's their pick that's second overall and the Jets pick is fourth or fifth. Hopefully you get lucky and Detroit falls in love with the quarterback. Well, if that happens, I'll be dancing on this desk right now and, and doing things that people probably wouldn't want to see. So there you go. As a Jet fan. Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'll, go to, I'll go back to the Giants here. Uh, Jason Garrett, obviously, just getting fired last week. Uh, they win the first game without him, but Freddie Kitchens, again, as an offensive coordinator, uh, they won with their defense more than their offense. Uh, so what do you think in terms of the both the offensive coordinator and also the coaching staff, if Joe Judge goes, if Dave Gettleman goes, what do you think would be the best coaching fits for Daniel Jones and this offense? Whether And also, if Daniel Jones isn't there, what do you think the direction is for the Giants if they decide to maybe let him go with a new coaching staff? Well, uh, assuming Gettleman and, and Judge go, I mean, everything's up in the air. Honestly, right now, both college and NFL, there aren't a lot of super obvious candidates anymore. So, I, I mean, Joe Brady is still kind of the guy that that would interest me. I would certainly lean offense. I, I would definitely go that way because it's offense rules the NFL now. It's not about defense winning championships. It's about your offense piling on points. And the quarterback is the absolute most important position in football by far. So you've got to, you got to figure quarterback out. Hopefully whoever comes in realizes that it's not Daniel Jones. That's not the answer. I think we've seen enough to kind of figure that out. That's the first part of it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I would lean toward offense for sure. And, and uh, possibly go down to Carolina to, to pick off uh, Brady. Obviously, a few years ago, there was a lot of uh, scrutiny here in New York when it was discussed that Saquon Barkley was going to be the giant pick at number two with all those quarterbacks that were sitting there. And obviously, there was Denzel Ward and Quentin Nelson was also available in that draft. And it turns out that the number one overall pick as well, Baker Mayfield, might not be in Cleveland that much longer either. Do you think those two picks will still be in their current homes? Or do you think one or both will have new jerseys on at this time next season? I don't understand how either team, regardless of who's in charge at this point, at uh, you know the point of the offseason that it comes to this, I don't understand how either one of them can be there. You can't pay Baker that much money to be do- <laughs> to, to be playing like he is. I know he's banged up now, but it's it's not like at any point in his tenure there he's played at, at a stage where you want to where you want to pay him franchise money, um, and then certainly Saquon. You can't ever pay a running back that kind of money, period, that he's going to, you know, 
that he's going to want, and he's never on the field. And even though he's had points this year where he's finally been healthy, running backs don't matter. Offensive line matters. Running is an offensive line stat. That's where it comes from. And you can't take running backs second overall, and you can't give running backs second contracts. So, no, I, I don't see either of them staying with their current teams. Watching what's going on in football, and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, and, and this could be the first year, and I, I said this yesterday, this could be the first year where you're going into the playoffs where there's no uh, real choice to say, oh, that team in the NFC is going to the Super Bowl, that team from the AFC is going to the Super Bowl, and this team's winning the whole thing. This could be the first year that we're going into the playoffs where you could flip a coin on who's going to win, who's going to lose, and could be a surprise. So your thoughts to the new season where there's not 16 games, but 17 games in an 18-week uh, uh, NFL season, and then the playoffs adding the extra team. What are your thoughts uh, to this year's playoffs with the NFC and AFC? Boy, I think you said it. It's really up in the air this year. Um, does Tampa get healthy in time? That's the biggest question to me. Because ultimately, I trust Brady. But if if their defense is going to be as bad as they've been, if they're going to have absolutely no one in the secondary, uh, it's going to be tough. And uh, obviously, they've got Antonio Brown now. As soon as he went down is when they started having his problems. Now he's got the suspension they have to deal with. Certainly, it's not going to hurt them in terms of their division. But it could very well mean they're out of their bye so they're going to have an extra game to go through, and you never know in the playoffs with the one-off. Green Bay, I, I don't know that if, if they have enough, certainly on offense. You know, Rodgers has seemed to turn it around since his COVID fiasco, but at the same time, they don't have a lot of weapons. Aaron Jones is back, but he's banged up now. You don't really know what you got there. You know, I don't know if I trust them. And then are we looking at Arizona? We don't know how Kyler's going to play. When he comes back, he has a history, albeit a small sample size, but he has a history of not playing very well when injured. So we don't know how he's going to perform either. So NFC is completely up in the air. AFC is not any different. Baltimore is is just injury after injury all (laughs) over the place. Lamar's not playing particularly great, even from a clean pocket, which is really the most reliable stat. So I don't know if we're going to get it from then, even though we're getting better coaching. Do we trust a rookie quarterback in New England? I don't know about that. And uh, Kansas City, boy, they we'll see what they look like coming out of the bye. But Josh, Josh, that offense Josh, outside of the let, Raiders, they're not clicking. Let me let me ask you this question. I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, it, it, and I, I'll let Speedy go. But this this has been no, you're really, fine. Mahomes thing, and I know everybody loves Mahomes and. I always thought that he's the next up-and-coming big superstar. Finally, when there's controversy over there with his team, his team is not as dominant on both sides of the ball. The special teams has had weaknesses this year. And and really, that offensive line, which they re- rebuilt in the offseason where everybody was jumping for joy, has not been the offensive line they thought they were. Mahomes is showing weaknesses, and he can't carry a team. So your thoughts to Mahomes this year on an offseason where he – let's be honest – Everybody thought he was an MVP candidate. He's not an MVP candidate. He's not even close. Mm-mm. No, not this year. I, I don't think they've been very creative on offense. And quite frankly, they don't have enough weapons. Uh, they have the two absolute studs, but Kelsey has clearly been banged up at points and not been himself. Hill has been an animal all year. There's no question about that. But 
that's not enough. You need you need four or five weapons, and they've got two. And I, I think that was very misguided of them in the offseason to put so much money in the offensive line. It's about cohesion. Even that's not working. He's a different type of quarterback. It's not just a three-step drop from shotgun and go. No, he takes these deep sets that really throws the tent. They just they don't have any other weapons on that on that uh, at wide receiver. This Mahomes thing needs to be dropped. He's clearly the best young quarterback in all of football. He'll be fine. Really? I, I don't think He's so. The, who is I, the one that's sitting out for the whole season? Deshaun Watson, who I think is the best young quarterback in the NFL. If he played last year, I I'd think you put Deshaun team. Watson on the Kansas City Chiefs team. I think they have a better record. They're um, a better team. Uh, uh, mm. I don't know. That's not fair to say. Well, I, I, it's, it's fair to say to see Deshaun what he's, he's played with over there in Houston. Okay. Deshaun Watson had J.J. Watt, oh. McKinney. Candy. That's like defense. Had, right, but he had leaders on that team. Mahomes went there and became the man. Uh, Mahomes, I Took think. Took them and won a Super fairly Bowl. Fairly overrated. Watson, I've always thought he was overrated. Has Watson even won a playoff game? Oh, hold yes. on one second. Yes. So, so, so Watson played for the Texans, okay? He never – if you put Watson on Kansas City with his skills, his personal skills, he's faster inside and outside of the pocket. He can make every single throw. I, I Honestly, I think the best young quarterback in the NFL right now is Deshaun Watson. He's just never going to get the credit, especially if he comes back and he dominates because of what uh, he's considered to be pointing people, pointing fingers there's, at doing. There's generational talents. There was Elway. Then there and was, you're saying Deshaun Watson isn't generational? No, hold on. There was Manning. Okay, there was Elway, then there was Manning, Brady. You see what I'm dealing with, Josh? And now there's Mahomes. And what? Wh- hold on a second. That that's it was how it Brady and, P- it, and Manning, right? So why can't you have Watson and Mahomes? Watson hasn't earned that spot oh, yet. He absolutely has. I mean, look I what he did to the Texans no. last year with that garbage of a team. I mean, he was throwing what a ball to second. What do you mean? What did he do last what did year? What did he do last year? What do you mean? What did he do last? What year? did he do last year? He had thirty touchdowns. He threw what seven Mahomes interceptions? Mahomes him last year. Uh, what happened? Mahomes outperformed him last uh, year. Mahomes to the not by matter much. Of fact. Not by much. He had more yards. He had matter more... of fact, come on, Josh. Lamar Jackson by... outperformed Deshaun Watson last year, and Lamar no, Jackson to me isn't even a cornerback. Lamar he Jackson wasn't. had a streaky year last year. He led the league in yards, and he played with nobody throwing the ball to. He Pat threw Mahomes thirty touchdowns and is seven the best interceptions. Quarterback in football, oh. and number two is the guy in Buffalo. Dip it. Dip it. You see what I'm talking about, Josh? The number two is the this guy is in I'm Buffalo. Doing. If Deshaun Watson was playing on the same team as Patrick Mahomes right now with his gifts and his ability to move inside and out of the pocket and make every single throw on the run, I think I think Kansas City it would hide the deficiencies of the, the weaknesses with the third and fourth options. Do you agree? No. <laughs> uh, why, no. Why? Um, I, I, I will say I, I've – I did catch a lot of your point about how that rod, that team completely overperformed last year because of him. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, and we, we keep uh, a war stat, a wins above replacement mm-hmm. stat. And he was way up there last year. And there's no question that, and I don't know his number off the top of my head, but there's no question in my mind that they won six, seven extra games last year because of him. So I'm not going to disagree with you there. However, I I don't think he goes into Kansas City and magically fixes thing. I don't I don't think that just because he did so well there, yeah. that means he's better than Mahomes. Hmm. It's interesting. I mean, I, I again, and I know Speedy has a question for you, but 
It's very interesting because I, I do believe he's better than Mahomes. I think his skills are just as good or even better. The only thing now is he's had a lot of problems uh, with the press now, and I don't think any team or any any coach is going to trust that he's going to stay out of trouble after this. Oh, he so. So I want to go back to what Errol was saying about the parody. One of the big reasons for the parody this year has been the fact that – I don't know if it was the end of two weeks ago or the end of last week I saw. There's actually more road wins in the NFL this year than home wins. And last year we saw the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl as, as a wild card. They were a number five seed. They had to win all three playoff games on the road. Now it's now with all these road wins this year, there's no obvious home field advantage. Can you see that kind of thing continuing the playoffs with an even larger sample size than maybe just one team running through the playoffs? Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Um, that's certainly part of it. Um, and that's something our guys have, have looked at in, in terms of just home field advantage basically disappearing the last two years. Obviously, last year we had no fans, period. Um, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what the numbers have been like this year. But um, certainly the lack apparent lack of home field advantage has played a big part of it so far. Um I will say college, we finally saw one in college where that played out. Uh, University of Michigan, they had a, a pretty wild atmosphere on Saturday. So <laughs> I don't know if maybe that bodes differently for the NFL in terms of the playoffs. Um, maybe more people are, are willing to go or if maybe it's COVID is, is just keeping people away or maybe it's just purely the NFL experience is keeping the people away. I don't know if I really have an answer for that. So – we're talking about – I just lost my whole train of thought on my question. <laughs> oh, all right. So this offseason, Carson Wentz was kind of given up on by Philadelphia because they thought Jalen Hurts was the man. Indianapolis said, we'll take him because Frank Reich is a miracle worker for him. And Carson Wentz has really had a bounce-back season. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is also going to be in the same boat this offseason when he gets dumped probably – I don't even know where he would go – but he's going to be traded or shopped or released or something. He will be wearing a new jersey next year. Do you see the same type of response from Jimmy Garoppolo with a different team, or do you think that he's going to be an afterthought when he gets released, cut, moved? That's a tough one. Um, part of that is going to rely is going to be how the NFL views the rookie class. And I have a feeling there's going to, it's going to be a lot more up in the air than last year. Obviously we had five guys last year that the NFL loved. We knew we were going to be first round picks. Um, obviously Jimmy has been starting most of the year over one of them, but the fact remained that we kind of had a good idea that those five guys were the guys that teams were going to get invested in. I don't think there's going to be anywhere near that many guys this year. And we're talking, you know, Detroit, obviously, 0-10-1 looks <laughs> locked into that first spot and in desperate need of a quarterback, but no one at this point really thinks they're going to take one. So that kind of speaks to that. Um, does that bode well for Jimmy? Maybe, but it might mean he's on a bad team too. Um, I, I mean, I, I think there's going to be a place for him and a chance for him to start. So that's a place to at I'll least start with. Blue next year. I, I I mean I don't know what that accomplishes though. I I think he's still he's a winner. Uh, I don't know about Safe. that. I I think he's still just a guy. I I don't think he does 
anything really special. He's not super accurate at any level. He doesn't have a huge arm. He's not a super athlete. He gets injured quite a bit. Likes to hang out with porno stars, too. (laughs) Hey, that's not a bad thing. (laughs) Well, and and also, I think it's worth pointing out, Carson Wentz has been okay in points. But, I mean, he, he's had a lot of turnover luck. He's still making a lot of really poor decisions, a lot of really poor throws. He's not grading super, super well. Um, he's just in the 70s. He's just a little, above, little bit above average for us, um, which is going to put him at best in the middle of the pack uh, in terms of the starters. I, I don't think he's been anything that special. He's not a complete dumpster fire like he was for Philly last year, so it looks like he's better. But I, I don't, I, I don't think Carson Wentz is all of a sudden this example of put him somewhere else and he's going to shine. As you guys know, we are talking to Pro Football Focus senior data collection analyst Josh Liskowitz. Uh, last question for me, Josh: uh, What were your thoughts with uh, the win by Michigan knocking off Ohio State? Which, by the way, I am going to come in and say this from the beginning of the season, and I am not a Michigan fan. I've been saying that this is the year. Michigan's going to knock off Ohio State. I was right. They didn't just knock them off. They kicked their rear ends. And a lot of people making excuses, well, they're not built. Ohio State's not built for that condition, that weather. Oh, wow. Did you see that face, that smile that Jim Harbaugh had when the press talked to him? I've never seen him smile so widely in my life, even when he went to the Super Bowl with San Francisco. Yeah, I I think I should probably start by um, (laughs) with with a disclaimer that I'm actually a Michigan alum. But that being said, uh, my view of Michigan the last two years has been very dystopic. (laughs) So I I haven't had a lot of positive things to say about Harbaugh and his regime. Um, I, I at least thought it was somewhat hopeful that he had brought in basically an entire new coaching staff. And really, I think that's what's precipitated all of this. Um, it, it's just they've grown up and started to play modern football. They go for it on fourth downs. Um, obviously, they ran the ball like crazy on uh, uh, on Saturday, but that's just because it was so efficient because Ohio State was so bad up front. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, they've they've been better in terms of a passing intermediate and deep. That's been a, that's been a big deal for them. And defensively, they're not just playing man. They're, they're mixing coverages. They're more physical up front. And I mean, when you've got who really should be the first ever defensive end to win the Heisman trophy, uh, not to mention on the opposite side of them, a guy who's probably going to go in the first round two on the other edge. I mean, that, that tends to help. So in terms of their ceiling this year, because if they win the Big Ten, they're going to make the college football playoff no matter what. Yep. And also, there's also there's what do you think is different this year the most with this Michigan team as a whole? Maybe from you mentioned the concept perspective, but also from a player perspective, losing it last year, new quarterbacks, new running backs all around. And is this the turnover of the Big Ten now? Because we always say it's Ohio State dynasty, and now they've started to show some flaws. Is this the new turnover for the Big Ten, or is it maybe more of a parody? What do you think long term? I don't know about that. Uh, I, I I can't speak to exactly why. I mean, obviously we can look at the game and come up with individual things as to why Michigan beat Ohio State. But Ohio State was flawed. I mean, a lot, a lot of the issues they had early in the season against Oregon – those popped up this week too. So, I mean, I, I think the big part of it is 
this just isn't really a very good year for the Big Ten. I mean, Penn State's obviously had a ton of injury problems. They've had their issues. You look at the other side, Wisconsin is just just not Wisconsin. Iowa's been up and down throughout the year. They've kind of somehow survived to get this far. Um, Michigan State got lucky through the transfer portal. Um, but when it came down to it, they got absolutely smashed by Ohio State. So it, it's it's just kind of a weird year with that. And I think Michigan's had stability. Um, yes, I, I guess, and, and head coaching is part of it. But I ultimately, I think it comes down to quarterback play. I, I think there's just so much more consistency there, even though they've kind of had this weird split of playing time with their quarterbacks. But just the ability to win the game is on the line to be able to say to the quarterback, hey, you've got to make some throws and have him do it like he did against Nebraska. Um, I mean, like he did against Ohio State. I, I think ultimately that's been the biggest change for them. Certainly Michigan has a lot of talent and they're going to get recruiting boosts from this. So maybe that puts them on more even par and them going forward if we're thinking long term them versus Ohio State. Um but uh, I, I, I'm not willing to just yet just think that the keys are handed over and it's now Michigan State's conference or Michigan's conference. I, I, I'm not willing to say that just yet. You brought up the Heisman. In recent years, especially, you can go through the list of Heisman winners. There hasn't been much success in the recent history of the Heisman winners in the NFL. Is there mm-hmm. a correlation, you think, or it's just that the players that – have a great year, and then they just win the Heisman, go in the draft, and nothing really happens? Or do you think there's a reason why these players can't succeed in the next level? I, I think part of it is the Heisman is all about the stats, and it's all about a winning team. So you've got a lot of pieces around you that are working well. And um, things that work in college don't necessarily work in the NFL. So you look at last year uh, with Devontae in uh, Alabama, just absolutely insane year. But he's not big. He's not really that overly fast. And when guys in the NFL get up in his face, something he never saw at Alabama, never had to because of the depth they had at wide receiver. He never had guys playing press. He, he struggles. And that's why you saw like this weekend, this past week in particular against the Giants. He knew Bradbury was going to whoop him. I mean, that's that's just what he does. So you look at things like that. Same with quarterbacks. Um, you know, some of the things that put up uh, big gaudy stats in college um, with the spread offenses and just being able to get rid of the ball super quick and, and having all day behind a dominant offensive line like we've seen from Ohio State multiple times with some of their Heisman Trophy winners, That that's hidden a lot of flaws in the true passing ability of quarterbacks. So I think when you put those things together, that's probably why you see a lack of that. Now, if Hutchinson wins it this year, I, I mean, I, I, I don't see him failing, barring catastrophic injury. He's, you know, he does everything you could possibly want. Obviously, we're talking about a defensive player versus, you know, an offensive skill player. So it's very, very different. But, uh, man, that kid just has it all. He's apparently just a supreme athlete, um, just outstanding off the field, leader leader off the field, in the weight room. Um, is always the guy that's that's pushing that team, and you can't argue with the results on the field. I mean, that kid does 
does everything and he's as productive on the field as JJ Watt was in his prime. That's, that's my comp to him. Not because he's the white guy, not because he looks like he has those long arms, but because he's so dominant on a down to down basis. He just wins. He's a every big man too. Flipping down. He's a big man too. He's so versatile. Yeah. like Watt as well. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. I mean, that, that could be a, definitely a guy that Jets might be uh, snagging up. Or the Giants. Or the Giants. Yeah. I mean, I mean, sitting there with four and five, I mean, the Jets have really positioned very well to uh, to get two really massively good players. But anyways, uh, Josh, thank you for joining us. Uh, tell the fans how they can find you on social media. All right. Um, PFF underscore Josh is uh, my Twitter handle. And uh, I... I they, they don't let me write anymore for PFF, which is good because <laughs> that takes a lot of time. I've it's, it's funny. It's one of those things where you're uh, on Saturday, you're, you're grading your alma mater live when in the biggest game they've won in 20 plus years. And then on Thursday night, when you're done with a podcast, you're uh, going back and reviewing someone's uh, grading of run game of run plays in UMass versus uh who do they play? New Mexico State. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it sounds like a lot of fun, but it's not as sexy as as it uh, as, as as it may appear to be. But uh, maybe, maybe, but, yeah, uh, we have maybe Tyler could send you his hat that he's wearing right now to make you look even more sexier. There we go. <laughs> Just well, uh, then it won't make you sexy. It might make you ugly. <laughs> are you a hockey guy, Josh? <laughs> Uh, born and raised in Michigan, has to be a hockey guy. Detroit right, Red Wings. No, we're no not. I just got a question for him. That's all. <laughs> hello, uh, he's there. Yeah, I'm here. So you're a Red Wing fan? Of course. How, how, how sad will you be when Dylan Larkin speeds out of Detroit? Why would he speed out of Detroit? I don't you think, think he, he wants to. You you think he wants to? Be there for the next ten years. He's got, uh, he's got the great and powerful man running that team in Stevie. Uh, yeah, in uh, Stevie, in Stevie, I trust. Mm-hmm. If, he's I not in there long, if he's, he's not there long, if he's not there long term, it's because pretty well. Yeah, if he's not there long term, it's because Eisenman decides he doesn't need him there. But mm-hmm. I, I would be surprised at this point if it's that the happens. Best player but... they've had in such a long time since. Well, uh, Nicholas Lindstrom I, <laughs> since uh, since the Eisenman time, Fedorov. This is this is a good player. This is this is a good player. This is a good player, and they're, they're not just going to say, "Ah, oh, sayonara, we're going we're going elsewhere." You That's not like him. It's not might, him. He might say no. He, he's staying with the Red Wings. Trust me. Trust me. I don't know. Josh, I will say I, that that kid, uh, that rookie kid, Raymond, looks really good. So I think he has eleven well, goals yeah, on the I year. Mean, yeah. They've got the best rookie forward. They've got the best rookie defender and the best rookie goalie in the league. I mean, <laughs> that's that's pretty unprecedented. And uh, with with Eisenman, uh, obviously he's you know he's a legend in Detroit. But more more importantly, what he did in Tampa to help build that franchise. He did. Yeah, he you can't help but be bullish on them. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's yeah. Not and look at that. The Red Wings now have Mark Stahl. There you go. So it no. goes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, they do. God, Jesus. There you go. Anyways. He scored a goal, I think, on Tuesday or something. Yeah, Josh, Josh, yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to get you, you on again. Speedy's going to be in touch with you. Uh, we're definitely going to bring you on again because we have a lot more to talk about. Just start with I, AOL Internet. Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. I will. The answers are fired for sure. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Josh. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Uh, definitely uh, awesome interview. I, I'm sorry for all. 
uh, the back and forth, uh, losing him. But uh, uh, we were just talking to Pro Football Focus Senior Data Collection Analyst Josh Liskowitz. So there you go. Uh, Liskowitz. I, I got it right. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can make fun of people's names, but I can't. You can do nothing. I can do it better. There you go. A little Elvis right there. Is that what you like? Nah, I'm over. Uh, Elvis? You're over Elvis. No, nah, I'm over you pretending to be Elvis. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> no one can even see No one can even see the hair, so it's just funny to be in speedy. Well, good for you then. I mean, that's what you wanted to talk about. So why don't we get into the NFL, because I, I think the rest of the show, you will definitely uh, spit fire. Uh, obviously. Why, you got jalapeno? Absolutely. I mean, actually, I don't. I don't like jalapenos. Yeah, I was going to say, I did think you like jalapenos. I don't like hot things, you know? I don't don't like them burning in my mouth, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Speedy does. Uh, Anyways, what? I got a burning sensation. Well, well, good. (laughs) Maybe uh, Speedy can help you with that. Anyways, uh, why don't we get into week 13? And and we're not going to make up picks. Rookie of the year. What What are you talking about? Michael Parsons got rookie of the year wrapped up. Why do you say that? Uh, name another defensive player that deserves it more than him. Um, Sertan is close. Yeah, yeah I, I would say that's. Know. I would say he's up there too. Parson is the leader. Yes, I agree. But Sertan's pretty close. Listen, Parson. Nobody. Micah. All he needed to do is keep himself out of trouble, and he's done that, and he's having a good season. But I think teams don't know who Micah Parsons was, and that's why putting him at the defensive end, there's an advantage. He is not a big man, Micah Parsons. He's fast as hell. Fast as hell. But I, I think teams are going to figure that out. Uh, as the, you know, because a small guy, when teams figure out, you make sure that they keep you on the outside and make you go within. And I, I don't know if Micah Parsons. That's easier said than done. I, absolutely. Penn, but, Penn State also didn't use him as a pass rusher yeah. to the extent the Cowboys have because the Cowboys needed that second teams pass rusher. Teams don't have any real uh, footage of doing, seeing what he is doing right now. I'm surprised they're using him there at all. I thought they'd move oh, it's, it's back been to the very outside impressive. and put him in the middle. It's well, very impressive. Yeah, because also, being they, DeMarcus Lawrence is really the only consistent pass rusher they have, and even he's been down since his contract, too. They needed that second option. And Dan Quinn's not a blitz-heavy defense. He's always been more of the base cover three type. That's why Tom Brady's got so, number five. Well, no, but... Even in general, even when Atlanta's defense was good in 2017 and 2018 when their offense was iffy, and they they really were still more of a base Seattle-type defense where they were playing a lot of zone, they were playing a lot of physical coverages, and they were having their linebackers cover. That's why a lot of the, 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 a lot of the expectations for Parsons is he was going to be that guy because Jalen Smith had trouble coverage. And now, mm-hmm. now since they've had decent coverage guys and safeties that have played better than expected corners that have played better than expected. Now they could use him rushing the passer. So you added another dimension of the game as a result. Well, we all know why Tom Brady, Tom Brady had his number five and that has a lot to do with Pete Carroll's terrible play call. All right. I mean, Pete Carroll uh, to, to this day, you hear Richard oh, Sherman, he's at seven now. Richard Sherman right? uh, seven speak now. so highly of Pete Carroll after he left. Uh, the uh, the Seattle Seahawks and the Legion of Boom. Okay, I, I I don't I don't think there's anybody that has said enough about Pete Carroll after he left than Richard Sherman. So by the way, the New uh, York who Giants has, need to go sign Leonard Fournette in the offseason. I'm sorry, Leonard Fournette. Who needs to sign Leonard? The Fournette? Giants. Uh, everybody, the Giants need to sign everybody. Meanwhile, the Giants don't have any money. What do you so mean they need to sign everybody. Leonard Fournette. They don't have any money guy. in the offseason. The the Giants are really. Um, Strapped. Shoulders gone. They, they they have a. They're very strapped. They're still strapped. What are they going to have? Even if they add Leonard the extra Fournette's nine million, be like five million dollars. Uh, no, no. he'll probably get a little more. Than He's going to get more than uh, that. Six. He's, He's not going to get double digits. He'll probably get eight or nine. Yeah. I'll say. I, give him I don't think the Giants will. Why are they going to do that when they have Saquon Barkley? Because Saquon's gone. 
if they trade Saquon. They might not because Saquon might be a perfect fit to whoever they bring in if Judge isn't the coach. I think there'd be another team that would give him more too because the Giants need more on their team than just a running back. I think the Giants could draft a power back maybe to complement. There's a couple of good ones in the later rounds. Yeah, I, I think the draft the Giant the Giants could draft a power back. We were talking about uh, with with Garrett Price yesterday. All the running backs the Bills could use. There's a lot of depth in the draft. I, I think there's more depth than he gave him credit for too. With the, uh, the two both I don't know if the second Oregon back is eligible, yeah. but uh, Verdell got hurt last year for Oregon, Brees Hall for Iowa State, uh, the kid Jeff loves on Texas. I, I don't know if he's eligible this year, but it, these are all guys that could be later on too where it's not just going to be the Georgia or the Alabama guys that are probably going to go end up going earlier. And we, we see uh, running backs like Ooh. Taylor, uh, a Badger, who I don't want to give any compliments <laughs> to, okay? Uh, oh, Taylor, second oh. round, he, he, he is, and he's going to be probably the number one pick in next year's draft. I mean, seriously, he in that offense. He should be MVP of the league. Um, no, not quite. I, oh, I mean, yeah. only because he had a really slow gonna, start. If he didn't have a slow start, matter. it's it's, it's either it, it's either Rodgers or Brady. It's a fact. I mean, that's where that that's where the link Rogers is right now. Rodgers Brady, yeah. When you look There's really the number, no other obvious yeah, one right now. It's just Rodgers and Brady. Because we were thinking Kyler Murray at the beginning yeah. of the season, Lamar no, Jackson, Murray, but now they've both, had, they both had their Missed iffy games. Missed too many games. Mahomes yeah. is gone. They've both had their iffy games now. So Rodgers and Brady have been yeah. really the only steady It's the only ones. two guys that you can really obli- you know, argue right now that are the MVPs. Of I mean, Josh John. Allen, he I'm was back Jonathan and forth. Taylor. I'm sorry? I'm saying Jonathan Taylor. He's not winning it over a quarterback. You watch. He's not. They're going to give it. So is I mean, if you look at Rogers' numbers, they're pretty dominant too. I mean, his numbers. He doesn't throw any interceptions, <laughs> and that's what you look at it, when you when you kind of compare and contrast a quarterback or a player of that magnitude. Look what he's doing. Look at the players he's throwing to. He even said it. You heard Liskowitz say he says, "Who's he throwing to?" I, I mean, seriously, that's what makes him so about special. Yes, yeah. he mentioned he, he, he mentioned, mentioned he doesn't trust them because he doesn't know what they have on offense. That's right. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers is he still has eight games or seven games left. Oh, by the way, he has almost three thousand yards, twenty three touchdowns, four interceptions. How is he not an MVP candidate? I didn't say he wasn't. Uh, I, mean, it to I mean, he's got almost twenty more touchdowns than interceptions. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, if I'm going quarterback, Snuck. then I'm going Brady. Snuck says, "Well, right we know now that- it's Aaron Rodgers." If you really look at the numbers, Snuck says, "Well, we know that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, so let's talk about." who comes in second and third in Belichick and trust uh, Deshaun Watson is way too busy showing chicks his wiener Brady's to worry about playing football uh, to the Jets uh, I don't know who they're referring to oh Garoppolo I guess is this just me or is 0-16 and 1 somehow slightly more entertaining than 0-17 so look at my Twitter I've tweeted that so many times you know they're not out of the playoff hunt no the Lions. <laughs> Somehow, the some way. Li- no, the They're not mathematically eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. They need a lot of help. Oh, we got to do the playoff machine for that. Uh, Stuck says, Wisconsin has been great the last month and a half. Crazy good defense. They stumbled on a couple games early. The Big Ten is tough. Gino Toretta for MVP. And Saquon Sanders will load the Giants on his back and carry them to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, Stuck, I, 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 love to, I love to dream that kind of thing to happen, but it's not going to. No, I, but the Giants could make the playoffs. They really could. Yeah, they could. They're not. Uh, <laughs> They're, they're not back right it. now with many different the teams. They're not out of it. Yep. Well, they're in, they're in the spot right now. They're in the seven. Oh, right they're definitely. And, and I'll tell no, you this. I mean for the division. I oh, the division. the division. Well, well, if the Cowboys lose this game, yeah, they, it, they can. Yeah, absolutely. And the Cowboys the last three weeks, I don't know what's going on with them. But that maybe the beef put a hex on them. <laughs> Beavette. Maybe his Beavette. His mom. His mom, maybe. He put a spell on me. 
and now she's gone. <laughs> That's him talking about his mom. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, getting back into uh, this oh uh, week 13. 13? Yes, 13th uh, week. I, I mean, there's a lot of important games. Now Tom Zerl said Aaron Rodgers' name in the past five minutes. I, for, for, let, let's get off the Aaron Rodgers thing right now. Let's get into uh, this week 13. Aaron Rodgers. Where I, I think when you look at some of the teams, especially Discount double check. In, in the AFC, there could be a lot of turnover in the AFC this this week, including if the Colts beat the Texans, which they probably will. Well, probably. Um, but we've seen the Colts play up a dud, too. The Titans just lost to the Texans, so anything's possible. Yes. I the Jets almost that. lost again. Uh, well, no, they didn't. But I called the Texans beating the Titans. Well, well congratulations. Yeah, Good well, for you. Well, well, you well, you've said about a million times today I picked Michigan over Ohio State. I did. Uh, and yesterday. So very happy about one it, time. Too. Very, yeah, I picked the Texans over the Titans. Very happy about it. I'm, I'm putting my arms up oh, high. I thought you were doing the Ohio State Open. No, well, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, uh, getting back into, um, oh, by the way, the Saints are only losing because of the referees. No. <laughs> that's a, that's a tale. The, the Saints lose a lot of games because of the referees. This no. is the first one. He's making a joke still... on the beeves. No, right. He's just making well, fun of the beeves. Well, there's that. He's, he's making fun of the beeves. That's what he's doing. So I, says, I feel so bad for the beef's mom. She's probably doing, he's probably saint for doing the Lord's worth dealing with the beef. <laughs> poor beef. Um, so oh, poor beefette. Well, <laughs> the beefette is 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 a beautiful woman and, and a good woman. She's good and she she loves to cook Sunday dinners. So love she that. Too. Yes, she is. <laughs> oh, you know what they say? What sausage? What do you mean sausage? Italian. You sausage. like sausage? What? Do you like dark or white sausage? Neither. You don't like any sausage? No, I really don't. No sausages? No, truthfully, I don't. Hot dogs? You like hot dogs? It depends. Do you I like the Oscar wieners in the buns? Do you like that? No, I don't, actually. I li- the only uh, hot dog I'll eat is a uh, ballpark. Oh, yeah, ballpark. So you, you, so you, how about the dirty dogs in the city? You don't like those? those no, are good. the ones you mean in little uh, wheelie carts? Yes. Oh, they're, they're delicious. Hot dog yeah. vendors. But that's uh, just grease. We call them dirty dogs. That's what we right, call but them. They're just grease. Uh, they're dirty it's ninety nine percent grease, one percent hot. So dog. you like dirty dogs? Sure. All right. So there we'll you fall. go. Uh, I, I <laughs> 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 like fucking. Um, so this week, I think uh, the punk. schedule is very interesting. Uh, it's Are we a doing battle. Picks? It's yes, we will in a little while. The Why battle of the bad teams. If you really look at it. Just think about it. Why, the, the, the mediocre Jets, teams, okay? Oh, the Jets get the Dolphins, right? The, no, the Dolphins no, the against the Giants. The Giants. The <laughs> Texans versus the Colts. The Lions against the, the Vikings. The Colts are a good team. The Eagles versus all these games. Uh, uh, how about this? Arizona versus the Bears. I mean, these that are teams. That game is going to be a trap. I don't think so. That's a trap. No. Oh, Kyler Murray coming back? No. No. It's not going to be Okay. I think it's going to be a blowout. That's what I think it's going to be. Nah, trap. Um, oh, God. This is like says the Speedy's dog fall into the dirty dog category. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 he's he... cleaned his mouth since. <laughs> uh, no, he were... no, he licks the toothpaste when we try to brush his teeth. That's because he's trying to get the smell of your ass out You of got it. Tampa and the Falcons. That's not a big game. I mean, the Lions. Hold on, hold on. The Rams and the Jaguars. I mean, this this is the battle of the good teams versus the worst teams. I mean, the only two games that really. How about this? Ravens in Pittsburgh. That's a joke. I, I mean, I, oh, this is supposed to be the Le'Veon Bell revenge game, and now I got Seattle in the 49ers. <laughs> He's on the point. And, and then no, the Bron- I caught him. But no, I know that. But I thought somebody picked no. him up. I mean, the games to really stick out is the Chargers and the Bengals. Yep. That's and the and the Washington football. football team and the Raiders. Those are the two games. 
that really stick out to me. Well, I mean, and the Patriots and the, and the Patriots versus the Bills. I mean, that's that's Monday night. Monday, right? that's probably the best game of the week. No, that's, that's on Monday best night football. Game of the month. No, it's the best game of the that, week. That's going to be a hell of a. That's that's going to be a slow. Absolutely, game. because if the if the if average the, fan will like it. Absolutely will. No I mean, way. it's, it's in gonna be it's in Buffalo. 14, it's going to be cold. 20. Might even be snowing over there in Buffalo. Oh, oh this snowing. this could be. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Oh, the Elvis Christmas album has begun. (laughs) Don't make fun of the Elvis marks. Could we, we, you know what, I should cut some of my hair off and give you some of it. Please. I think you need it. I really, do you have some plexiglue or something like that? Don't worry about how I get stuck to my head, just give it. Oh yeah, so. (laughs) Just give it here. How about my butt ass hair, can I give you that? My butt hair? Why? You have such a lovely lock under your hat. Yeah, but I, I don't want to give you some of the greatness of this hair. I mean, I want to give greatness? you some... greatness? Yeah, I mean, my butt hair is... Did you say greatness my, or my, grayness? You have black hair, right? Yes. All right, so my hair and my ass while, so is black. Know. It's not brown. <laughs> so I, that might be good for you. No yeah. snug. I don't we want do not share one that comes out of your ass, okay, pal? Why? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> This first question is why? Why? Hey, listen. It makes a lot of sense if you no, no, thank you. Why not? What? It's good. It's good hair. (laughs) Sure, it's It's healthy hair. What? It's healthy hair. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. I'll make sure I take a shower before I shave it off. How's that sound? It doesn't sound promising. (laughs) We can. You may just forget to wipe. We can use the hair off of you know what's balls. (laughs) Wait, who's you know what? Oh, God. Who's you know what? Like she says, the Worldwide Sports Radio Network has a Christmas pube swap. <laughs> God. That's pretty good, actually. I do not want to know how that will go down, Stug. You give Errol your pubes, and Errol will give you his. Oh, hold Thank on you for the details. Uh, you didn't know. <laughs> uh, hold on one second. We'll I was give, being we'll both sarcastic. give you our pubes. Wait, why you do I? It. I don't know. You're losing I'm... hair, buddy. I mean, look at the set of hair that Speedster has on his head. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a monster yeah. quad right there. But he also... It's uh, a, that's a quaff. You know we why, call that a quaff. Yeah. A what? A quaff. No, that's... No. What? That's not what a quaff is. That's a quaff. Look at that face. I mean, look at... But, dude, you don't even look up. He looks down. Amazing, what, the most amazing <laughs> thing is, he's dealing with him on I'm a looking daily at basis, the comment section. And you don't rip your hair out of your head. That's that's the amazing thing to me. I mean, he's got... A, I don't like... I don't... I, I hate that feeling. Like, when I was, when I was a kid, I hated that... You don't know that, the feeling. You have hair. I've had hair pulled out before, oh. and as a kid, I hated it worse more than getting. Was it a guy or girl that did that to you? It was my mother for. Oh, oh, it, oh it was my mother for because we needed some kind of ID for our, a, a trip Ooh, we what? were taking. Yeah, what trip? Undertaking. Oh, yeah. So we needed. Uh, who was some, under and who was taking? It was back in. It was oh five or oh six. A trip we oh, were taking. We needed. How old are you? Uh, I was ten or eleven. That's oh wow, rape. that's rape. I <laughs> yeah, so we needed a follicle of hair for, uh, I guess, a DNA sample or something like that at that time. So that was the best way to do it. But as a kid, I hated it more than getting a, sh- a needle or a shot. Like uh, it was actually that shot of what heroin? <laughs> what are we taking a shot of? <laughs> uh, I didn't have I didn't have shady doctors if that's what oh. you're referring oh, to. Oh, so the doctor's sharing with you, huh? The doctor's the one that would put a needle into me, yes, oh, to get a shot. Yeah. How big was the needle? Into you? How big a regular-sized needle. Oh, but where did he put it in you? My arm. Oh, I thought really? it was your ass. What? Anyways. Uh... <laughs> Why would they torture a 10-year-old kid like that? <laughs> How is that? The needle's taller oh, enough as it is already on most people well, that age. Your ass. There's a lot of, first of all. When I was of... 19. <laughs> so you were That's a little older. Age. I didn't have the dog at, at ten. Least, so at least the dog was it wasn't waiting. It wasn't considered rape. Age. It wasn't considered rape. Then. Right, you were legal of age. The dog did you a good thing. Yeah. And how old is the dog? He taught you something. 
Right. Well, uh, the dog now is eight. The dog at that time, I think, was four, I want to say. So four no, three. Seven is three. Right. All right. So, he, so you raised two. him. So you were no, teaching him a lesson. four times seven is 28. Oh, okay. Anyways. It's like it says... Six, be, be careful riding the horse that's easy to get on and hard to get off. <laughs> get Jeff on the phone. Jeff, the cat. we need you to make the picks, Wait buddy. Wait get Snug's on. Snug's the cat. What do you mean? Wait, how come we've never made fun of the Snug's name being a pussy? What? What? What, what are you saying? Snug's the cat. Okay. Right? Yes. Are you like Carfield or are you like, what's another famous cat? What do you mean? What's your famous cat? What are you talking about? His, what kind of cat is it? All right, Jeff has returned. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey. What's going on, bud? You guys are so overtly gay. It's ridiculous. I, well, well, it's very interesting. You, you know, It's not being gay. It's just being honest and interesting in conversation. You're blame Snug. He started it. It was Snug's fault. <laughs> blame him. He's the one who brought it up. He's the one who caused the comment section to go crazy. You're uh, the, the true gentleman, as you like to call him. Uh, yes. He uh, is a gentleman. Uh, I don't know what gentleman you are. He's not a gentle man. He might be... Uh, a little he, gentle he's, to women. He's, he's a voice of reason. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Maybe that's why he has a picture of Garfield as his, his, his main picture. <laughs> oh, don't steal my joke, buddy. Uh, no, I'm helping you out. Oh, you. <laughs> I think Garfield is close. <laughs> well, well, first of all, he actually sent me pictures of his cats. But anyways, Speedy, you got the music? I got the music. All right, let's get it going. Cowboys Saints. Who do we got tonight, buddy? Well, that was on tonight. I had the Cowboys at the beginning of the game. I had them close, low scoring. I had them 23-17. I How mean, about you? I, I would have taken the Saints, so I'm not going to So you got the Saints? Yeah. All right. Even though Zach just threw a nasty pick. Put his mic up a little, Speedy, because uh, he's a little low. He's not talking into the mic. Zach uh, just threw a nasty pick. All right. Okay, so you got the Saints. Oh, what was the score? I was. It's not close. All right, it's fine. All right. So he's got the Saints. Uh, Jeff, who do you have tonight? I would have had the referees. <laughs> They're the ones that decide everything. <laughs> who do you got, Jeff? Cowboys, baby. Did you get that? Did you really pick the Cowboys? Yeah. All right. You have any bets on the Cowboys? No. I I stayed away from it because I didn't like the spread. I thought seven was too many points to give, but it's working out. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Cowboys, too. I had the Cowboys going into this game. I know it's... In uh, Louisiana, but uh, the Cowboys playing as bad as they have, I, I I really thought this was a game for them to win. So the Saints are better on the road this year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hard hard to pick the Saints when that, like their, their quarterback situation is just miserable. It is miserable. The whole offense is miserable. Um, Giants, Dolphins. I'll take the Giants. I think Miami's too hot right now. The Giants' defense has started to play better. I think I think Miami has not the offensive type we saw the Eagles. Get game plan with Devontae Smith. I think the Giants will take out Waddle the same way. Miami will run the ball, but that's really it. I'll take the Giants' close, low scoring game. I will say 17 to 14. I don't freaking know. Tie? <laughs> nice. Tie. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins here. I think the defense is starting to play well. Brian Flores is starting to get the team how he wanted them to play at the beginning of the year. I think it will be close, um, but I, I do think the Dolphins won this game 20 to 17. Jeff? Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game. I, there's, I, you know, you, I, I don't know how anyone believes in the Giants right now. It's very interesting because uh, I, I know the, the Giants the last couple of weeks have looked really good, and their defense has played better. So I think this is going to be close, but you're going into Miami. 
And the Dolphins have definitely looked a lot better over the last two weeks as well. So give me the Dolphins because they're at home. A very close game, 17-14. Colts, Texans. Colts will win. Pretty uh, Texans will hang tough in the first half, but then the Colts will run away with at the end with uh, Tyler's MVP candidate of Jonathan Taylor. I'll say Indianapolis 34, Houston 14. Colts will control this entire game. Jonathan Taylor will rush for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and cement his MVP case. Mm-hmm. Colts 28, Texans nothing. Jeff, Ooh, shut out. Yeah, I'm, you got to take the Colts in this game. They're they're a much better team than what they were at the beginning of the season. So I take the Colts. I got the Colts, too. I think this game will be very, very close. And the Texans, uh, in the fourth quarter, will have a chance to win. I think the defense has played very well the last couple of weeks. Uh, Give me the Colts. Uh, Close one. Another close one. 24-20. Vikings, Lions. Vikings will win. It'll be close. The Lions have been close. They've competed well. The Vikings have played in every close game imaginable this year. I think this will be more higher scoring than the first meeting. The first meeting was low scoring. Even without Dalvin Cook, the Lions have had a lot of trouble stopping the run. But I think this this will be more of a shootout, like unlike the first meeting. But Minnesota will win. I'll say Minnesota thirty-one to twenty-seven. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right here, right now. The Detroit Lions will win this football game. There's gonna be a lot of upsets this week. This will be the biggest one. Detroit gets their W. Seventeen uh, fourteen over the Vikings. Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm taking the Vikings. I mean, the, the, the Detroit has no offense, and with the, the uh, DeAndre Swift. Swift, they're, uh, yeah, all banged up, uh, you know, and and they're limiting his touches. There's nothing to like about those Lions receivers. Like, nothing. They're terrible. I got the Vikings in this game, too. The Vikings need this game if they want to stay in the hunt. Uh, it's a very important game. They're going into Detroit. I think the game also will be very close because the Vikings the last couple of weeks, uh, they looked good against Green Bay. They stayed in the game against a very good Green Bay team. And then there were games before that that uh, – uh, I don't even know if they know who they are. And by the way, Cooks is not playing in this game. So losing Dalvin Cooks for a significant amount of time could hurt their offense. So it's going to be close. Give me the Vikings on a close one. 24-14. Eagles, Jets. That's close. Because what happens is they get a late touchdown. Uh, Eagles, Jets, I'll, t- I'll take the Eagles in yeah. this one. I think the Eagles' defense has still looked good. They didn't lose because of their defense last game. They lost because of their offense. And the Jets' offensive line has still had their issues. I think that pass rush is going to be too much for them. Is Mackay backed up coming back in this game? I-, I don't think so. I didn't hear anything that he was. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts against this type of defense, this Robert Sala defense, they've always had trouble against mobile quarterbacks in the four years he was D.C. in San Francisco as well. I think it's a good matchup for the Eagles to bounce back. I'll take Philly 23-14. to I really think this is a typical game the Jets win. Game they shouldn't win. Game that really hurts their draft stock. This is a typical game the Jets will should win, right? Because that's just what the Jets are. But I'm going to help her out here, and I'm also going to say the Eagles win this game. You know, the Eagles are my second favorite team. Yeah. Oh, so you must be really having a conundrum over there. I, I, I've always liked the Eagles behind the Jets. Uh, it was Donovan, Ma- Green. Donovan McNabb. Oh, right. Right, right. I remember this story. Um, who do you got? The Eagles? Yeah, Eagles uh, 28-14. Jeff, who do you got? Yeah, I mean, you have to take the Eagles here. I mean, the Jets are just a disgusting dumpster fire. <laughs> of a, just of, Not even just this year. Their whole franchise. <laughs> like, everything about them for the last decade is just garbage. Their fans are garbage. Fireman Ed might quit again. Like... They're terrible. Give me the Eagles. Shut up. 
He's such an idiot. You just like to piss me off. Um, I got the Eagles in this game. I think it's going to be a close game, another close game. Uh, I think the Jets will have a chance to win. I mean, losing Michael Carter for a couple of weeks, uh, obviously uh, they're not 100% healthy going into this game. Defensively, I think the Jets played well last week. I think they'll continue playing well this week uh, now that uh, Qu- not Quincy Williams. Uh, I mean, Quincy Williams is is now involved in this defense. I think he's proven that he deserves to play. Um, give me, the pick already. Give me the Eagles, uh, 24-20. Um, Cardinals, Bears. I'll take the Cardinals in this one. I do. Th- I'm with Tyler where I think it will be close. I don't. I don't think the, the Bears will win, but I think their defense will keep them in it. It's an outside rushing defense against a running quarterback, and you know, usually that benefits the defense. But no Khalil Mack is going to make it a lot harder for them. They're going to have to blitz more often. The Cardinals have too much receiving right. depth, so I'll take Arizona in this one. Semi close. I'll say 21 to 13. I'm going to do it. I'm taking the Chicago Bears to win this football game. It just feels like a trap for Arizona, right? Year nine and two. You know that's you not good Kyle for the Giants if they win. By the way. I know they have their draft pick. I know. I I, I'm, I'm aware. Like, I'm actually not as dumb as you think I am. <laughs> a little Anyhow, doubtful. Yeah, I'm <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Bears will win this football game. <laughs> I think that the match. I'm ignoring him. And then at the boom. They got Bears, the Bears. Fo- Bears 14-10. All right. Jeff, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, Arizona's going to win this game. The return of Kyla Murray. Uh, you know, Zach Ertz is fitting in that offense really well. The Cardinals are just going to have too much offense and just, you know, blow them right out. I mean, the even with Andy Dalton starting and Andy Dalton's been moving the ball better than Justin Fields, they're going to give the Cardinals too many possessions, and the Cardinals will run up the score. Yeah. I got the Cardinals, too. This is going to be uh, not a close game. I think this is a complete blowout. Give me the Cardinals. 31-20. Chargers, Bengals. Close game. Both these young quarterbacks have had their f- moments of flash. Joe Burrow's played better in recent weeks, though, so I'm going to take the Bengals. Two I think best they, young quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I think Herbert plays well, though. That's Bengals secondary is still is still good, but I, I think that's what I think. I, I, the Bengals secondary is still questionable, but I think the the Bengals just weapons in general. The Chargers defense has regressed, and the Chargers have really just been bad against the run. Where I trust Mixon to slightly edge out Eckler in this game. Give me Cincinnati. I'll say 34 to 30, 31. Yep. Tyler. This will be the game of Sunday. Malibu Monday night, Monday night, Monday night Wolf. That's <laughs> actually better than Malibu. <laughs> this will be the game of Sunday. I think Monday night will be the game of the week. But I'm actually going to take the Chargers here. Justin Herbert needs to come back. This guy that we've seen the last three weeks has not been Justin Herbert. He's tier two now. He should have been tier one at this point. I think Herbert will come back, and I think the Chargers will win this game because I think Austin Eckler is going to have a huge day as well. Uh, Chargers 28, Bengals 24. Jeffrey! Yeah, I mean, this game is so tight. I, I have one question about this game because I honestly don't know. I haven't even looked. But my pick for the game will be whoever is home. Bengals. Bengals are home. Then give me the Bengals because uh, yeah, the Chargers haven't looked good. I don't think that they're going to put it together on the road in an outdoor stadium in Ohio where it's going to be cold. It was snowing there last week. It's just going to be miserable. I'll take the Bengals just because of the home field advantage. I, I take the Bengals, too. They've looked good. Mixon has looked unstoppable. As good as Eckler has, the Mixon the last two weeks has been unstoppable. Give me the Bengals. Um, I will take them on the over. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Um, Bengals win 34-25.
Uh, Buccaneers, Falcons. You talk about the Bears Cardinals trap game. I'm going to take this one as my trap game. I'll take Atlanta upset here. They've done well with big plays, and Tampa's deep secondary has been in a lot of trouble. They can stop the run, yes, but Atlanta doesn't run the ball except for the exotic plays of Cordero Patterson. Buccaneers defense or Buccaneers offense has been a little streaky, and the Falcons defense has actually played a lot better than people think. You were mentioning AJ Terrell a couple weeks ago. I think he could he could lock down somebody. I'll take the Falcons of the upset here. Give me them 27 to 23. This game's gonna be very, very close. Very, very close. What are you boxing over? Just going. Oh, I didn't. I was making sure that like you didn't see like faces or something. Anyway, I think this game will be very close, and I do think that Atlanta will have the lead going into the final minutes of this game. But Tom Terrific does it again, and he will pull the Buccaneers out of this one. 24-21. You're gonna give him your terrific, right? What? <laughs> Jeff, who do you got? Yeah. Only absolute morons would take the Falcons in this game. <laughs> only, only the dumbest of people would do that. It's not, it, the Buccaneers on their worst day are a million miles better than, than the Falcons are. The Falcons have one player on their team, and that's it, Kyle Pitts, and they'll be fine. Give me the Buccaneers in this game. Fairly large, 30-17. Uh, Bucks win. I think they'll be able to run the ball in this game. I, I think... Uh... Especially the way the Falcons, the Falcons defensive line has let the run just dominate in certain aspects of the game. So give me the Buccaneers. Leonard Fournette has a big game, 24-15. Um, Jaguars and Rams. Rams bounce back. They, this is the get-right game for them, as you like to say. This is the game they finally get it back going. Matthew Stafford get, gets it going again. He got a 400, close to 400 yards in this game. Give me the Rams, huge. I'll say 41 to 14. This game is going to be close in the first half. Matt Stafford's beat up. He's got a bad back problem. His elbow's all screwed up in his throwing arm, so that, that's going to hurt. Uh, Darnell Henderson will get a lot of touches in this game. To if he's healthy. Clock. I hope he is. Yeah, well, um, Odell Beckham Jr. had a big play. I don't if know he's if he's healthy, many big plays. he might yeah, not be playing. I know he might not play. Either. Two guys that are on my team, the little bastards. Well, I know. Odell, Odell screwed my season. So, um, I do take the Rams to win this game there at home. I, th- this game will be closer than people think. Uh, 28, no, 34, 24, uh, Rams. Jeff, who do you got? Yeah, I want to take the Jaguars. I just can't do it. So give me the Rams, I guess. This is, you know, very quietly, Matthew Stafford's one of the worst quarterbacks in football. <laughs> like, one of the worst quarterbacks in football. <laughs> he, uh, he but Bill, dude, did anyone watch that game last week? Did think, anyone actually watch it? I think we all did. Yeah. How many horrible passes did Matthew Stafford throw in that game that weren't even close to wide-open guys, like wide-open receivers? And we all praise Matthew Stafford. Oh, he's one of the best quarterbacks. Dude, he's one of – I've never seen, like, a a quarterback that everyone thinks is so good miss wide-open receivers by, like, 10 and 15 yards. He had Higby on an out route. Uh, 15 yards downfield and underthrew him by five yards. And then the very next play, they came back with the same exact play, and he threw it into the second row of the stands. <laughs> I've never seen someone who everyone thinks is a good quarterback play is terrible, but I still think they're better than the Jaguars, which is saying much. So give me the Rams. Um, I got the Rams in this game, too. I, I, being that they're home, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I don't know who the running back's going to be, but hopefully it's Daryl Henderson. I need a big game by him. Um, so give me the Rams, uh, 24-14. Uh, 
Washington and Raiders. Feeling low scoring game here. I'll take the Raiders. I think this is a tough matchup for Washington. I think Casey Hayward and Terry McLaurin are going to cancel each other out in a way. I don't know if Washington necessarily has the depth to compensate for that. They got Logan Thomas back last week, but beyond that, they really don't have much to, to look at. Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick are kind of the hybrid type running backs. I don't know if they're the great pure runners to take away the Raiders run defense. And even though Washington's offense, defensive line will be beastly, their secondary still had trouble with big plays. So I'll take the Raiders' close one, 20 to 17. I'm going to actually take the upset here. I'm going to take, uh, not that it's really an upset anymore, but I, I just think the Raiders are done. Josh Jacobs, I don't think he's going to play much. He's hurt again. And Derek Carr just seems like he's just exhausted mentally. The team's been through so much, and the football team right now is playing for the playoffs. And I disagree with you. I, I do think that Adam Humphreys or Ricky Seals is going to come up with a big catch down the road. So I'm going to take the football team here 20-17 uh, over the Vegas Raiders. How about you, Jeffrey? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take Vegas. Injuries and all, uh, I still like the Raiders more than I like Washington. For me, it seems like they're kind of getting a, a little bit of a second wind after having, you know, all that emotional stuff going on, Gruden, Arnett, Henry Ruggs, whatever. They actually played pretty well last week. Uh, on Thanksgiving and just delivering a death blow to the Dallas Cowboys, which is beautiful. <laughs> right? So uh, I-, I like the Raiders in this game. The Raiders always seem to put up, you know, 28, 32, 34 points. And I think that that's going to be more points than, than Washington uh, is capable of scoring. I like the Washington Dynamos. I give them the, I like that nice. name. The Dynamos. <laughs> I-, I think that would, should be a good name for them. Um, but, uh, Something tells me they have to travel all the way to Vegas. I think that's a distance. I think it's going to cause problems. This is a game I think Washington could win, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win. But give me the Raiders. Uh, they're the home team. Uh, 14-10. Uh, Ravens, Steelers. Ravens will win this one. I think the Steelers' run defense has really gotten worse since T.J. Watt's been out of the lineup. They've had to do a lot more pass blitzing, and it's led to the middle being opened up. Uh, Hayward to it. Both of those guys not 100% either. This is a, this has Ravens written all over it. I'll say Ravens 30-17. to 17. It's weird, right? Because the Ravens are normally very good on defense, and they're only stopping the run right now, and the Steelers can only run the football anyway. So Lamar Jackson's kind of on this, ha <laughs> I prove it to you with my legs thing right now. So I'm going to take... It hasn't the, worked, by the way. No, it, he's won eight games, so it has worked. He's uh, the, yes, and he's thrown interception after interception. Well, I it. said he was an overrated quarterback, uh, so we're going to I wouldn't say overrated. He's, he's just not having a good season. But mm, God, He's overrated. Yeah. But, hey, that's fine. Ravens win 28-0. Uh, Jeffrey, what do you got? Yeah, you know... I, the, I think it's the Raiders by default. There's honestly nothing to like about the Steelers' offense. As long as Ben Roethlisberger is there, he he is an absolute shell of what he once was, and he cannot lead the team anymore. It is sad to see. Mm-hmm. So give me the Ravens. I think that the Steelers could win this game. I, I want to pick the Steelers because they're home, and it's going to be cold and wet out uh, over the weekend. Well, good thing the Ravens also but play in the same weather. if the Ravens win this game, uh, they have a very good chance to have uh, the second seed uh, or the first seed in the AFC. They need this game. Uh, give me the Ravens. It will Aren't be close. They the one seed right now? They are the one seed right now. They're the one seed right now. Yes. Yeah, they're eight and three, but the Patriots are eight and four. So if they lose, the Patriots take it, and they win. The Patriots are number one. Um, give me the Ravens. It'll be close. Seventeen ten. 
It'll be close. Uh, 49ers, Seattle. 49ers win. This will be closer than people think. I think, like you were saying, this could be a rivalry, weird NFC West game that Seattle might compete with. They, their defense has looked better in recent weeks. The last three games it's played like it did in the second half of last year. They're still not great. The Niners will win, but it's going to be one of those ugly, weird, rotational game with both of these offenses. I'll say the Niners 20-16. to 16. Uh, not, this might actually be a definitive win for San Francisco. Um, George Kittle is back. He's healthy finally this year. That's why he struggled earlier in the year. Debo Samuels emerged on a rocket ship. And uh, Brandon Ayuk slowly becoming an integral part of the offense again. So they got the weapons, obviously, the running games, the running Jimmy's games. Jimmy's boyfriend, Tyler Malibu hey, listen, man, I've seen the company Jimmy G keeps. If he's, hey. That's good company. I'll keep. You gonna hang with you. out? You know, could you dress up like a porno star for him? <laughs> no, I, I figured he would bring the hook. Well, you'll have. <laughs> you say you have the breast for him, so. No, I didn't. I oh. said that I he keeps good company. Well, you said you had big breasts. No, I didn't. You, didn't you say that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. you must be hearing things. He right. does though. That's why you were punching things randomly over there. <laughs> anyway, the Niners will win this Maybe game. Maybe I thought they were. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was going to call the police. I thought you were having one of your episodes. <laughs> but um, no, in all seriousness, the Seahawks can only throw the ball, and the Niners very quietly are a top six defense against the air. So I'm going to take the Niners definitively, 32-14. Jeff. Yeah. I think you have to take the 49ers in this game just because, they, you know, oh, I think there's just something wrong with Seattle, right? There's something's not right with Seattle. I don't know if it's still Russell Wilson's hand or maybe the team just put on Pete Carroll. I have no idea. But, I, you know, I think San Francisco has the better defense, and right now their offense is, is playing better. So uh, you got to go with 49ers, I think. I think Seattle's going to win, but I don't want them to win because I want the Jets to have their pick. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. I've, it's going... It's going to be in Seattle. It's going to be a wet Seattle Sunday. Um, I think this could very much be Seattle's, like Seattle's chance to win this game. But I'm going to take San Francisco because I want San Francisco to win. So give me San Francisco 32-28. Uh, Broncos good game. and Chiefs. Very good game. I don't think it'll be good. The Chiefs are going to win by double digits in this one. It's it, the, the Their defense is finally back into form a little bit, kind of like I was saying with Seattle. They're, I think getting Frank Clark back, trading for Melvin Ingram, it really has solidified that pass rush a little more. The Broncos, I don't think they have the – Teddy Bridgewater is not the big-arm quarterback that's going to stretch the field, which is how you beat the Chiefs. And even though Noah Font's a good tight end, he's not targeted enough to attack the middle of the field. And on KC's offense, even though Tyreek Hill and Sertan will have their battle, I think the middle of the field could be tough. Watch for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and his return to have a good, not just ru- not great rushing game, but receiving game. I think that's the matchup Andy Reid will exploit. Give me the Chiefs 30, the Broncos 20. This game's going to be very close. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to keep Tyler's going to be riding on the horse of the Broncos. I had them as a playoff team going into the year. Okay, I had them as a 7 And they're pretty much where I said they would be. So I think this game's going to be very, very close. I do think this will be that game that goes down to the final drive, so whoever has the possession will be that team. I'm going to take Kansas City by the skin of their teeth, but Sertan's going to be on Tyreek Hill, and they don't have another weapon, really. Don't be surprised if the Broncos pull off. I'll take an L. Marks line right now. Don't be surprised if the Broncos win the game, but I'll take the Chiefs 31-28. Who do you got, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the Chiefs. They're they're getting right at the right time. They're starting starting to play better. Their their defense is playing better. Their offense is going to get with. It. I, I, I'm just not a believer in the Broncos. Only morons pick the Broncos. 
to make the playoffs. <laughs> Morons. They're right there, so clearly it wasn't that bold. Yeah, they're actually terrible. <laughs> and a little bit of Broncos news today, not to follow up nothing, but they did hire a law firm uh, that will be accepting bids for the sale of Yeah, they said four different anonymous groups. Bezos, baby! Jeffrey Bezos. Who's going to get it? Um, 100% Bezos is getting it. Yeah. If he wants it, he's getting it. Um, I got the Chiefs. It'll be close, uh, but uh, Chiefs win the game, not because of Mahomes, because of the running game. I think they finally find their run in this game. And don't believe and believe Tyreek Hill will have a running touchdown in this game as well. Secret of my success. Give me the Chiefs. 34-30. And the final game of the week, the best game of the week, the Billies versus the Patty Pate Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. Uh, their defense, I, it's a good matchup for them. Stephon Diggs and then the big drop-off. They're going to they are gonna try to key in on Stephon Diggs with J.C. Jackson, probably shadow him with safety help as well or linebacker help, whatever whatever they normally do. The Bills running game, like Garrett Price was mentioning yesterday, has started to slow down in recent weeks. Josh Allen, I think, will have a decent game, just not not good enough. And primetime, he's kind of streaky. It'll be, a t- it'll be an interesting test for Mac Jones in primetime, but here's the big thing. No Tredavious White. He's out for the season for the Bills. How will their defense respond? I think there are going to be a lot of transitions for that to happen. So I'll say New England 23, Bills 14. I think they're going to split the season series, so I'm only giving this game to Buffalo because I'm going to take New England when they're playing at New England. Buffalo will win this game based on just pure home field. That's it. 2017 over the Pats. Jeffrey, we know who you have. Uh, can I abstain? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who to pick in this game, honestly. Really? Because, you know, I realized, yeah, I realized Davis White's out, but Pats have some COVID issues. Kyle Duggar won't be playing. JJ Taylor won't be playing. Uh, they got a couple of injuries that are going to hurt them. And, you know, sneakily, I'm not sure how Mac Jones is going to play in cold, windy weather. He's an Alabama quarterback that's only played in warm weather. I realize sometimes it gets cold in Alabama, not Canada cold like Buffalo. So I fucking hate myself, but I guess I'm going to take Buffalo in this game. I hate you because I wanted to catch up to you this week. I got Buffalo in this game. I'll take the Patriots. No. <laughs> I don't think they're winning Patriots this game. Can win, I, I don't think they're winning this game. The Patriots can. They, they listen, can, but Either team could win the game. Yes. Right, yeah. I think either team could win the game, yes. but I just think COVID issues and some things going on there are. I had the Bills in this game. Uh, But I I am hoping for the Patriots to win. I know you are. Yes, you can. Um, I got the Bills. I I think the Bills could win this game. I I think Josh Allen actually uh, plays a good game. I don't think he's going to throw 400 yards, but I I think uh, he's going to put up 280, 290, runs in a touchdown or two. So give me Josh Allen and those Billy, Billy, Bill Bills. Uh, I would say uh, 38 to 28. How have they not promoted this game as Bills Mafia versus Bills Mafia? <laughs> nice. Like, uh, how has that not cake. been a thing yet? I don't know. The Patty Cake Patriots. I like that. Yeah, when's the last time it was in primetime? So, like, it happens all the time, actually. The Bills and the Patriots? Absolutely. Mm. They, they were so good two years ago, They and I only know this because I had to get on a plane and I missed the freaking game. But uh, that matchup was so good, they even moved it to a Saturday in prime time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that was Speedy's. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, you, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember that. Ooh. Pat's yeah. Bills is a, is a favorite. 
What'd you say, Tyler? Do you call people late night and like talk to ooh, them? Ooh, yeah. Did you like that, Jeff? He was like, ooh, Do you? yeah. Yeah, but this is but this is what happens with Speedy because he's another closet Patriots hater. Mm. He thinks their front seven stinks. Meanwhile, Christian I did Barmore at the beginning was... of the season. I thought they were had. I thought they were not as top ten at the beginning right, of the season. Right. You're also you're also a dude that just said, oh. The Pats will put linebacker help on Stefan Diggs. When was the last time you seen a linebacker go all the way outside and help cover a receiver? They bracket number one receivers. They, Jeff, a, you know no, that they, they, they do the double teams. Not with linebackers. Town, or, or, town, I said or safeties. It's all it's R E L A X. Relax. I think the Patriot game is very interesting. Uh, I, I do because... I think funny your love for Aaron Rodgers. Does that have nothing to do with the Patriots but this game has, at all? This has nothing to do with the Patriots. <laughs> By the way, Aaron Rodgers has a bye this week. So that's good for it would him. Be a very, it would be a very large upset if the Patriots, I think, were to win. And the, listen, the Patriots are the hottest team in the league right now. I don't know any other team on a six-game win streak. Right? Um, not but, playing as well as they are. They're no. playing great. They are. Right. But, you know, COVID issues... like. You know, really underrated. Kyle Duggar is one of the best safeties in the game right now. He's looked good. This year he has looked good. He looked good against the Jets in both games. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember stud, man. He was drafted in the late first round, wasn't he? He was in the second round. Second and, round. And, and he went to a D2 school. So, it was definitely a – But uh, people thought he was a first-round Give him the school, talent. Speedy. Give him the school. Yeah. Lenoy Ryan was the name of it? Lenore Ryan. There you no, go. Lenore Ryan. Okay. Look at that speedster. Is outsmarting the Tyler Malibu most wanted mothball. Not difficult. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I've got Malibu. What do you What do you think of the Malibu mothball? What do you think about that? Terrible. What you don't like the Malibu mothball? No. I mean, that's a great fight name, man. And now no. introducing in the red corner, they call him. The beast from the east. They call him the moth of all balls. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the undefeated, undisputed, highway champion of the world, Tyler Malibu Mothball Harrison. What do you think about that? Jeff, you don't like that? I think that's what he does. No, his nickname should be the spatula. <laughs> what is that? The spatula. His, that's his favorite cooking utensil, and it's also how they're going to have to scrape them off <laughs> the mat with a spatula. <laughs> Speedy, what do you got for that? You, you like that? I'm laughing. <laughs> Snug said, "I thought Bam Bam Bigelow was the beast from the east." Yes, Tyler's mm-hmm. a new because Bam Bam is gone. He's dead. Cool. So easy, we need another beast easy, from the easy, east. Easy, calm down. And then introducing Jeff, okay? Uh, should we do that? Hey, you know, li- listen, I mean, you know, the, the tattoo on the head and everything, that could work for Tyler. <laughs> he was bald, by the way. It's like, it's like oh, yeah. says, breaking news, NFL referees and are actually WWE employees and it's all scripted. <laughs> Please, God, let the Lions tie again, 0-15 and 2. Who are more garbage than Jets or their fans? Andy Dalton possesses the power of the Red Rockets. What was the Jets' comment? Who is more garbage, the, the Jets, Jets or, or the their fans? fans? 
Oh my God, Ty. <laughs> they they literally are the perfect fan base for for an organization. Go ahead, they? go ahead, go ahead, Speedy. Read the rest. Uh, is it possible that Speedy's mom could bring his dog into the studio and interview both of them? My dog probably wouldn't behave in that case, <laughs> especially when he's sniffing your ass. Well, my ass isn't be on this chair, so he ha- that would be hard to do. It doesn't mean he can't sniff it. Uh, feeling good hearing the Patriots number one. Go Patriots. The jerk off Jets has a certain ring to it. Yes, it does. Very very good. Thank Thank you. Uh, what else? Uh, no, the one I mean, read. name That's another franchise that has made their like most famous fans quit. Um, I, I don't know if they quit because they're back in and being the rickety, crazy people that they always are. So there you go, Jeff. They always come back. So there you go. So that's a good sign. I mean, there were well, three that's that ditched because their Jets cities. fans aren't smart enough to do anything that's healthy for them. Yeah, and Patriot fans do. I mean, seriously, hey, because, they, because they win, they, they're just so smart. Give me a break. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> anyway, I, mean, I mean, I don't know how you're you're ripping Patriots fans with Ben Good fans. Uh, uh, well, says who? The Patriot fans? Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's the Patriot fans. We care. We care about our team, dude. I was in the riots in 1997. I was proud to help push over that fence. Oh, how wonderful! Just this is wonderful. You know, we we have a vicious, mean son of a bitch. Sob. <laughs> All right, so we should should we do the introduction of of the great Jeff? Uh, um, what, what Jeff? What's your last name again? Yeah, Steinberg. Steinberg. Oh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, now in the blue corner, ringing from Rhode Island, and also Patriotville. Ladies and gentlemen, the man that likes to fish. The man that likes to float. The man that loves the water. Super Soaker himself, Jeffrey Super Soaker Steinberg. I like that one. <laughs> All right, Jeff, where's our rank on a scale of one to ten? Just let this happen. Just let this happen. Please, God, let this happen. All right, Jeff, where's that rank on a scale of one to ten? One. One. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Just please, God, let this happen. <laughs> Super soak. <laughs> and the Malibu Mothball. <laughs> I've never been excited for anything. Uh, dude, I can't tell you in the last 15 years of my life, I've never been excited for anything more. <laughs> what do you, what do you, so, Tyler, what do you think you're going to do to the Super Soaker? What do you got? Who's that? Jeff, are you not listening? He's the no, super. I, I stopped listening. Yeah, you were listening. You were laughing. Malibu. You were giggling. And, and Mr. Malibu. No, not really. I'm actually laughing at the. Uh, all right. So who do you got? Who do you got? Uh, three rounds, five minutes. What do you got? I hope it doesn't go three rounds. I don't want to go three rounds. Well, where do you want it to go? <laughs> I mean, I know. You got to talk in the mic, by the way. I know, but I, I don't. Because I think I know what he's going to do, so I don't really want to say it, and then he thinks and does something else. He's got a plan, Jeff. He's got a plan. I don't have a plan. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I he's – he's. no, yeah, he. you already know my plan. I don't care how many times you punch me in the face. I'm coming straight at you, grabbing you, throwing you down, and choking the life out of you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> And I've already told I've already told Errol, have people there ready to rip my hands apart because I'm not letting go. I want you to know the only reason why you lived is because other people were there to help. <laughs> Tyler's, you know, he's he has the sense of uh, mothballitis and he has twinkle toes, so you're gonna it's gonna take a lot. 
Twinkle toes. Yeah, you got twinkle toes. Yeah. By the way, the Cowboys won tonight. Yeah, 27-17. Yeah, I'm one and oh this week. Well, there you go. Uh twinkle toes. What what do you what do you think? You, do you have the uh the the head movement and the ability to discomfort the man we call Super Soaker in the you know, in the ring? Yeah. How are you gonna do that? That's a secret. Are you gonna freeze the water? What? No, he's t- super all you soaker. Do, all you gotta do is spit out water. Huh? How do you spit out water? How, you, so you're gonna use your spitting to knock him out? <clears throat> is that what you're gonna do? What? Trust me, he spits on me. It's only gonna make me angry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna spit. On <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> Listen, I gotta give him. I gotta give him credit. The last couple of weeks, he's been t- he's been getting killed because he doesn't want to fight. But and, and honestly, he hasn't been saying as much dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So good for him. He's trying to you know calm the storm that's in front of him. What we really should have is have like before the fight, we have Jeff stand on one table side of the table, <laughs> Tyler sitting on the other toss. <laughs> One says super soaker, the other one says moth Malibu mothball and ask questions. I think it'll be hilarious looking at Jeff's face on one side of the table. I mean, this is literally one of those times where like he finally realized his mouth wrote a check, his ass can't cash, and now all of a sudden he's like, Ah, oh, I got myself into this one, didn't I? <laughs> Not at all. I just know you're riled up, so why would I say anything else? You're already where I want you to be. So go ahead. Like, go ahead. <laughs> You're going to run at me. Like, that's the dumbest thing you do in a fight is run directly at somebody. Okay, go ahead. It's like, says the people piece of ring girl in the bikini. It's be horrific. Spe- Speedy's got to dress in the bikini. <laughs> no, that's the beef. Nope, it's like, said the beef is the dress in the bikini. You know, beef has to lose, a, like, a bet to do that. And that would be even funnier. Could you imagine that? The beef come out with the ring no. god? No. <laughs> <laughs> and no. his mother's dress and a wig and high heels. Maybe we can get a couple of his cousins to, to, to <laughs> hold up the ring card. Or even his mother. One of those three would be nice. No, the cousins are cuties. Oh, I, I don't know. I've never seen his cousins. So, so Errol of equal attraction to both. <laughs> yeah. When you look at the cousins, it's literally impossible to imagine that they're even related to the beat. Really? <laughs> The beef. <laughs> if you put, if you were to like put them next to each other, it's hard to even imagine they're the same species. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who? Oh, Snug says who? Uh, the beef will be the ring girl in the in a bikini. It will be horrific. And then he says, "Who's <laughs> going to be the referee, Kenny or Miami?" Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Kenny Snug. will be high. I, I don't know if we use. Yeah, yeah, Kenny will take the first two rounds. And then Ty- Miami Tyler will go from will, there. Tyler will be dead in five seconds if Kenny. <laughs> Kenny's the referee. All right, Snug. We'll give Kenny the first two rounds. Miami will take the next three or four before he uh, oh God, Miami. before he gets arrested for something. What happened to that crazy <laughs> son of a bitch? I mean... <laughs> Periscope legend. Oh, my God. I, I don't know what happened to that guy. Remember him, Jeff? I'll vote for Kenny as the referee. He'd be too, he'd be too lazy to, to help Tyler when he's screaming. It'd be perfect. Oh, well, put... We got the beef coming on. Oh. Put the other one. What's going on, beef? Can you talk about my fucking family? I'll knock his all the fuck out. How about that, assholes? <laughs> All right? I said well, your cousins are cute. Family, That's say not it to my fucking face. I'll take a baseball back to your fucking head. <laughs> I, 
He I, said I you're going to talk about my I fucking I literally paid them a car. compliment. Because I'll fucking knock your fat ass out too, you piece of shit. <laughs> I, you, he gets mad when you pay him a compliment. Go, They're go good fuck yourself, girls. you fat bastard. <laughs> so classic. He gets. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's so classic. He gets mad when you pay him a compliment. Did I say anything bad about his family? I said something bad about him. <laughs> he, he's pretty angry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I think you accomplished their wish of what you were trying uh, to do like a year and a half ago. Observation there, Einstein. <laughs> That's what's hilarious about the whole thing. I was actually very complimentary, I think. <laughs> well, I think he's more... First of all... Uh, his, you know how he is with his family. So he, he's he's very overprotective with his family. Imagine he just like opens the door. What? Yeah, that wasn't in? like I'm just ima- that like, imagine. I think that'd be hysterical. I don't think he'd be. That wasn't like I, that wasn't like I said I was going to do anything to. I said, oh, kind of good looking family. Stick says hashtag ban the beef. The beef is the bane of Bayshore, the Sultan of Coleslaw, Princess of Piccolof, and <laughs> the beef is the biggest moron ever. I feel bad for his family. So he's not. Oh, hold on, what's that? Snug? Snug. He's not Jeez. a moron. I, I, I don't, what makes him a moron? I mean, morons a little crazy, don't you think? He's no, very fired on, up for a, for a guy whose team just won tonight. Well, that that's what makes him fired up, and and, and, and the fact that. Uh, no, I remember. <laughs> sure, yeah. pro- if the Cowboys were playing tonight, he probably wouldn't even be awake. Uh, he's probably well. He's been, he he probably was driving home because mm-hmm. he went to watch the game. Probably at one of these sports bars, and he's coming home and he's oh, listening he to us. Is that why he did that? And then, uh, you know, uh, you know, the great and powerful Malibu, uh, you know, mothball. You, you did. You said something about his mom. What? You, you just said that his mom would be the ring girl. Did you not say no, that? No, that was Snug originally. No, 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 but wait a minute. Oh, wait, Hold no, Snug said. Hold on, wait. No, Snug said he would all, be the ring girl. He should agree that he, his, like, he's knowing he should not be the ring girl. No, no, I, okay. I, you you said that his mother right. should be the ring girl, right? Right. And then Jeff said that his sister, his cousin, should be the ring he girl. He has a sister. He has. You know, she he, the beef has a sister, Gina. Oh, right. Right. That's and you like her, don't She's you? She's very pretty. Look at that beef. Maybe you can hook Tyler up. I, I don't <laughs> know if that's going to happen. I don't know the beef will ever let that happen. I don't. I don't think. Dude, what are you happen. trying to kill this kid? He'd have a heart attack if that ever happened. <laughs> Tyler, can you, the can you imagine they're just kind of hanging out next Thanksgiving and Tyler walks through the door to hang out with his sister? Like, that would kill him. That would kill him. He'd, he'd pull out a baseball bat and run down the road after right. him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tyler walks through the door. Oh, my God. I could see his face just completely drop if Tyler walked through the door dating his sister. Oh, my God. I t- I know. I but, think the sister's too smart to get herself into that. <laughs> I think Tyler, do you want to talk about a person? She's very competitive. His sister, very athletic, could actually play a lot of sports. Really? She's very competitive, very competitive. So uh, she doesn't like to lose. She's uh, what we call the B-Vets, you know, that's what we call them. And she's a B-Vet. There's more than one? The B-Vets, yeah. That's the B's family. Oh, so who else is a B-Vet? Uh, his mom's a B vet. I mean, those are B vets, you know. So there you go. But uh, uh, anyways, uh, to to th- so so why don't we have that before the fight, the day before? We have you both sitting at. I want to record this. I, I it, it'll be so funny. This will be so funny. 
And we'll have somebody standing in the middle so none of these guys are going to kill each other. Stuck says, says, will the beef be the best man at Tyler and the beef sister's wedding? No. (laughs) Stop. That that actually was a fun cameo by the beef. That was actually kind of fun. Listen, the beef is very uh, overprotective. When when it comes to his fam, it's... uh, but again, no, I I didn't say anything bad, did I? No, but he, you know, when you said that his his cousin should be the ring girls, oh, it's, I'm... it's implying. Well, no sexual... one's gonna vote for him over them, <laughs> right? That's more the point, I think. Uh, the beef's not calling back. Are you kidding me? Uh, the beef would be lucky he's not driving his car into a stump or something. He's that bad. <laughs> He's pissed. I, if he's calling up like that and screaming like that, he know he's really pissed. <laughs> you don't want. You don't want. You know what's hysterical? You know back. he didn't curse you out just now, and you were the instigator of this I, whole conversation. I didn't instigate nothing. What I said that you speed... said the beef the ring girl. Yeah, so what? No, Who the hell was... wants to see that? No, that was Snug. <laughs> no, that was me. That, that was, was him. That was me. That was him. That was me. That, that was said Snug it. originally, and then you. No, it was him. It was me that said it. Then Snug added it. And by the way. I'm not talking about his family, you know. Beef is different. I'd rather a dog. I would rather Speedy's dog be the ring girl than him. Shaved his chest. You want to see a man in a bikini? He might resemble his sister, so maybe you date him. (laughs) Probably more of a likelihood. (laughs) Yeah, probably more of a likelihood of that happening. (laughs) Good old Tyler. You just insulted his whole family. I bet you didn't even hear it. What? I, you just insulted his whole family, and I bet you he didn't even hear it. I didn't hear. I didn't insult his family. If he it? looks like them, I yes, they're family. That's what families look like. They resemble each one another. Do they not? No. Do it sometimes. So who do you resemble? Sloth from the Goonies. Who do you resemble? Write that down. He said that about fifteen <laughs> times already. No, he, no, he used to call. Does your brothers look like you? Does your brothers look like you? You I'm very, I'm, but I'm very bad at that. Very, very who, who, was, who, was, who was the actor that was in that movie, The Mask? That's Jim Carrey. <laughs> Not that no, mask. No, no, no. The Not other that mask. mask. The mask for, uh, with Cher he's talking oh, about. Oh, Eric Stoltz. That's it. There you go. <laughs> That's what he looks like. See, here we go again. Everyone's showing their age. <laughs> Eric Stoltz. <laughs> no, but who, 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 do you look like your brothers? Your father? Does anybody? Uh, your mother? Who do you, who do you look like? I'm very bad at these things. I'm you, very, very bad. I'm you're telling me done. that if you put a family portrait of all of you, you couldn't tell that you look like somebody? No, you can see the resemblance between me and my brothers. It's, I, I, I don't know who I look more like. I Who's guess. the biggest one out of all of you? What do you mean biggest? Biggest. My, bro- my youngest brother, ironically, is the tallest one. So is mine. <laughs> and then my middle brother is... Who's athletic? Short. Is any of them athletic? I mean, my youngest brother's probably going to be the one if you looked at and went, ah, he's the most athletic one. I, I don't know. Do you think they're all athletic, more athletic than Jeff? I have no idea. I'm not kidding when I say this. I don't know what he looks like or at all. He could walk by me right now, and I'd have no fucking idea. You want to know what he looks like because you don't want him to jump on your back when you turn your back. <laughs> all I know is he's got... He'll soak you. I'm not That's that. it. I'm not that. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm, I'm not just, that kind I'm of guy either. I want him to see me come. <laughs> no, I'm sure he'll say something stupid and then run. So I'm, I assume that. But you think he's gonna me? run? 
<laughs> he said he's gonna run. Uh, he's gonna run at you. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'll turn around and this guy, this maniac's gonna be running, and then I'm gonna assume, oh, that's Jeff. <laughs> It's coming out of the bushes. <laughs> yeah, you'll keep your head on a swivel. You'll want to see me come. <laughs> so yeah, all I know is it's blonde hair. That's it. No, That's he doesn't. All have, I know. He doesn't have blonde hair. He doesn't have blonde hair. Mm. Then I don't know who the fuck he looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I really, it's like I'm fighting Casper. You, know, you better be careful because he's got the power of the super soaker. You know, nerf. <laughs> <laughs> Not nerf. Jeff would probably upgrade from nerf. If he knew he was fighting you. <laughs> you two. I just sitting between you two and just listening to what Jeff says to you would be funny. And you sitting there shaking your head. <laughs> Jeff, I don't think we'll wait until the next day. He'd be like, let's do this now. <laughs> I just think it'll be funny. I oh, think it'd be. Shot I, I'm telling you, we will have over a thousand people just on the feed to watch this. People will watch this. This will be really. This is going to be really, really funny. You have no idea how many people are going to be watching quick, this. We can have this wet dream in a second. What the wet Cowboys dream? really need to make Tony Pollard their full-time running back. Why is it a wet dream? What? You, you're uh, talking about I, a super soaker power. Are much more excited for this than I think should. Be. Uh, are you not excited for this? <laughs> I could care less. I just so, want it to be over. with. Uh, so, so you just Some, wanted... sometimes people get excited at the thought of blood. <laughs> you know, there's a disease for that. It's a mental condition. It's also a mental condition every once a month for a woman. Well, <laughs> oh, well, my comment didn't get shut down before. We're shut down now. So, no, I'm serious. You're no, not excited for this? What? You're not excited for this? I just wanted to be over with. So, just the fact that it's going to just be it's over just, with. It's, it's just. But if you win, will you be happy? What? Will I'm you be happy? Come in here and sit here like I've been sitting here for the past however long this has been. You're not gonna have a smile on your face if you I'm want. I'm gonna sit here just like this. No, you're not. No, no you're not. I am. No, you're not. I am. If you you telling me if you're sitting here right now after the fight and you knock Jeff out, you just knock. Nobody him out. would do that. Nobody would do that. If, if somehow you knock Jeff out right. and you I'm come in, s- no, you're I'm just gonna, gonna sit here and say, you know, I knocked him out. Because what's the, what's the what does it do for it, me? It gives you the... What does it do for me? Nobody, nobody... No, I'm not getting money for it. I'm not getting... Yes, you are. What? Yes, you are. What do you mean? I'm going to hook you up with some money if you win. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not getting major money for this. I'm, I'm, it, doesn't, it doesn't, like... It's not like uh, Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson or anything like that. Uh, this is this is even better because if we play, we make this a thing, you Jake Paul might want to fight one of you guys. After this, <laughs> I want to see Jeff's face. I'm going to zoom in. I'm going to have a camera. I'm going to zoom in to Jeff's face. <laughs> see me smiling. His face. Your face. You two guys. <laughs> Stokes says, what is the purse for the fight? Pizzas, sandwiches from Beef's Deli. <laughs> yep, all catered by Beef's Deli. Sounds good. You two. There we go. Ham, Beeb, are you listening? Ham, ham, that's it. No, ham, he's American cheese, mustard. No, ew, what? I don't know. Ham, American. No, he's a mayo guy. He likes the fat. Yeah, slight mayo. <laughs> on a plain wrap. Thank you. Uh, there you go. No, you need a big sandwich. If you win, this is this is sandwich. I don't trust the You're beef. Gonna... I don't trust the beef. Oh, trust the beef. He could cut, man. I, I, he can cut, man. Cut meat. No, yeah, he's good. Oh, 
He's good, and he can make a like, really good sandwich. And by the way, I mean, I would hope so. I mean, this is your trophy, man. Fun. This is this is something, you, dude. You're gonna need to replenish whatever you're gonna lose because you two are gonna sweat your balls off. <laughs> you're gonna be sweating more before you fight. <laughs> so who are you fighting? Who do you want me to fight? I don't. I don't know. Find somebody. I, to who fight did you with? want to fight? You wanted to fight somebody. I remember. Yeah, he did, did. You mentioned. Uh, who do you want? You to fight? can fight the beef ego. <laughs> Was it Vinny Rubo? One of those guys. Pick one of those guys. Call one of those guys up. <laughs> call, call them both. <laughs> call them both up. I'll have... Oh, no. You got uh, a bad hip. Nah, I'm... You I'm should fine. fight one of Snug's cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Snug. Send over her cats. <laughs> Snug ain't sending over no cats. <laughs> no, he's not going to Yeah, Snug, we, we need a cat and uh, some cupcakes for the catering. Mm. No, but I'm serious. Yeah, where's my cupcake? What cupcake? Know, You're going to get it for Christmas. He'll send, he sends gifts before Christmas. He does it all the time. You know? it, the, right. Not gifts that I like. I mean, he sends me these crazy shirts, which, by the way, I don't even wear. Uh, I, my girlfriend wears them. She loves them. Every single shirt that he makes, she wears them. <laughs> oh, says, yeah, fight for any room. He needs an ass kicking. No, that was something to do with Mikey C. No. No, but, that was our graphics no. that we had last Does year. Did someone call and check on the beach? I, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea right now for the beef. I, I think uh, he's in a really pissy mood, and uh, if you call him, uh, may you rest in peace. So, someone, should, someone should do a wellness check on him. He's not that happy. boy ill. He's not happy. I, I can tell you that. But yeah. uh, our picks were very interesting. Uh, what, what do you think about this lockout, man? I never asked you that. Real quick, yeah. real quick. You guys can have your uh, episode here at twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. You are locking this thing down, and we're leaving. There you Got go. it? Get it? Good. All right. Thank you. Well, listen to this guy, man. I mean, it's the backwards hat, or maybe it's the bald head. What do you think, Jeff? He could just get up and leave. Everyone would be happier. <laughs> hey, listen. Real shit. I told him I didn't even want to do the show anymore before, and he was like, ah, blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah. All right. Don't go and get everybody excited. I don't, don't give us all He's hope. my witness. I want He's you. I want you to be very prepared for this fight. Okay. See? Don't give us all hope. I told you. I'm I want. I want preparing. I don't want. I show. want the Malibu mothball to get ready for an opportunity of a lifetime. You're, you, there's 90 seconds. I understand uh, what time uh, it is. Uh, I want uh, to see. Uh, it. Listen, Jeff. This is this is a great opportunity uh, for him to shut everybody up. Show Ben. Show the beef. Show everybody, every fan that's talked down to the the Harrison, the Joshuas of the world, to show them who the real Malibu mothball is. What do you think? Hey, terrible. You don't like? <laughs> no, you don't think it's going to happen, huh, Jeff? Nope. Well, it's it's safe thought, and and hopefully, uh, moving forward, we see something from the Malibu mothball. I I think the Malibu mothball. Uh, could absolutely, you know, shock the world. Uh, we are going to have a betting line, by the way. Uh, everybody, I'm going to set something up on the Twitter account where you could bid, you know, logically. And hey, listen, we'll see who the, the favorite is, how many people bid on this. And whoever wins gets the bid, gets the money. So I, I, I think I could raise about two, three $300, I think, for this. It'll be $5 buy-ins. So 
Snug will probably have six or seven buy-ins. <laughs> I think the Beave would take Tyler, actually. No, I don't think I so. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that, that would go on Jeff's side, too. Uh, even though no, he's he would never. Bad. No, he just won't pick anybody. No, he. he I think he'd pick Jeff. I don't think the Beef would want to pick the either Beef, one. The of Beef them. is a better. He's a better, and if he thinks that Jeff's going to win, he's going to put bets on. He does pretty well, actually, doesn't he? Yeah, he makes a lot of money, man. He made fifty thousand dollars two years two years ago on his box pick. Could you imagine winning fifty thousand dollars and just picking a box? Pretty good. It's it's really good, man. I, I got. So he jealous. also won another big pot in yeah. some sort of like knockout pool, oh, or something. like seven or eight thousand dollars last year. It's it's ridiculous. He he wins. The guy's one of the luckiest people. He is a lucky. Well, SMB. he still looks like he looks. So is that lucky? I mean, that's lucky. I mean, he he. Listen, he's got more. Uh, he's more uh, money than uh, you, me, and uh, the good old mothball Malibu put together. That's crazy. Huh? He does. I guarantee you, I probably work more. Yes, but the mallet, you know, you know. Not that it matters. You got to dance. Uh, would you dance on the table for free? If Jeff, would you pay for Tyler to dance on the table for you? No. <laughs> no. Top dollar. Top dollar. He says. Top dollar. He's more like bottom bitch. <laughs> Jeff, thank you for calling, bud. <laughs> Jeff, Always thanks, pleasure, man. Buddy. Have a bitch. wonderful day. Bottom bitch. He called you. That's. Well, so who do you really have? Who do you got? What do you three rounds? Who do you have? It's not going three rounds. So what do you think it's going to happen? Honest to God, rounds. straight up before we end the show. I'm not telling you how. I'm not telling you why. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. This is not the latest. It'll go is mid second round. Okay. Who wins? What? Who wins? Oh, I'm, I will without question win if this thing happens. You heard that? Tyler's very confident. He wins second round. He's not telling you how, but he has a plan. Malibu Mothball to the rescue. This is going to be great. Malibu Mothball. And for the love of God, B, please don't Super come sub. in a bathing suit. Oh, me? <laughs> me as a bathing suit? Beef. Beef. That would be interesting. Please. By the way. Errol, please stop making this interesting. Why? You wouldn't think it was funny? What? The beef in a bathing I, suit? I would, I would walk right out of the building. How? <laughs> I would walk in a right one out. piece. The beef in a one piece. What? In a one piece. That's even worse. <laughs> that would be funny. No. Oh man, this is no. one of the greatest fights of all time. No. <laughs> Beef, the Super Soaker, <laughs> and the Malibu Mothball. <laughs> all right. I want to thank Pro Football Focus Senior Data Collection Analyst Poor Josh. Was, he missed the best part. Oh, his name <laughs> Lisco- is Chris. It's Josh. Josh Liskowitz. Uh, shit, I think Chris. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you to Jeff for really making this show. And Beef, we apologize for making you uh, really upset. I don't know why he got so mad. He, I still you were making fun of his mom. I didn't make fun of his Would mom. Would you? Seriously, are, are, I did not. Are you infatuated? I'm the last one. Are you infatuated? Are you infatuated? What? You just said something about her. You no, inf- because I said I would rather his mother be in a bathing suit than him. Yes. What? What's wrong with the beef in a bathing suit? I mean, shaved. I don't see any man in a bathing suit. I mean, hold on one second. It's the beef, you know. I mean, uh, that doesn't make it much better. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, even the same. Uh, uh, Snug says the beef in a one piece thong. No, oh, God. <laughs> See? See? It's not me. It's not. 
Yeah, everyone would love it. The beef himself will be humiliated, and we'll, I don't even know. And how come Errol's not, like, having any type of, like, responsibility in this whatsoever? I do have the responsibility. What are you doing? I'm going to put, when when push comes to shove, I'm going to make sure he doesn't kill you. (laughs) If it happens. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) Oh, man, this is... Well, you like those nicknames? The Super Soaker and the Malibu Mothball? Who are you talking to? I'm asking Steve. Oh, me. Yeah, I do. I do. I like it, too. I think they're creative. I, I think I'm, I'm going to get a picture of both of them, and it's, I'm going to put... I'm going to make, like, pamphlets. How can, Ma- how can Malibu Mothball be original when you've called me Mothball for three years? But you're the Malibu Mothball. You're the, the fuck Ma- is the difference? <laughs> it, you have, like... A, you have a city and an, uh, and a rum company now associated with you. You are the man. You have a chance to I mean, get I'm some endorsements. Drunk, you could be... In a, <laughs> I mean, you could be You could be endorsed by Malibu, man. I mean, seriously. Malibu no, Morphal. Isn't that Tito Ortiz? No, no, no. No, that's, Malibu, no, no, it's not Malibu. No. But you're the Malibu Morphal. That's... That is a, that is a sexy name, I, I swear. You're going to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the beef's gonna be a great ring girl. I, I don't really trust much. <laughs> I don't really beef. trust. I don't really trust much of what you're saying right now. But... In a one piece dog. <laughs> <laughs> you too. And then Jeff, <laughs> he's gonna be smoking and drinking a beer. <laughs> Boy <laughs> fights. <laughs> Anyways, bring down th- the hatch. Thank you to all the fans that listened to us. That what a show! It was so Are you working cool. tomorrow? No, no, not tomorrow. Actually, yes, I have a DJ tomorrow. No, no, Christmas that's not, party. That's, not what I meant. that's work. No, I know, but that's not what I meant. You talking about bouncing? Yeah. I'm doing that Saturday. I'm going to be doing it at Meatball and Farmingdale. Oh, well, at least you got the better meatball. Yeah, I'll be there. So I'm, I'm helping out. I, I, I wanted to. I, I just want to get out. I don't like sitting around. Um, by the way, the beef will be wearing six heels. <laughs> six inch heels. Six inch heels Stop. as he stumbles Stop. around the ring. Stop! Please. I don't want to see this guy in heels, bathing suit, bikini. Fully clothed is the only way he's getting in the building. Fully clothed. <laughs> Ah. Errol and Stuck are going to drug him and then put him in the full vest. Someone tells me if Errol just forced him to do it, he'd do it. <laughs> I'd have to, I have to win a bet for him to do it. And I don't think he's going to make a bet with me unless I pick a, an unfortunate like the Lions. I pick the lock. Like the Texans beating the Titans. The or Titans something. Yeah. Oh, something. Well, I wasted that on nothing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Beave, and I don't think the Beave is crazy enough to be all over social media <laughs> wearing this. But it would be funny. The beef referee, not referee, uh, being the ring girl. Oh, if he referees in a onesie, I'm we'll have. I, I, I could definitely get Kenny to referee this. This would be so funny. <laughs> For two rounds. <laughs> could you imagine Kenny, who's all fucking waxed? For two out? rounds, that is wax will kind of kick Oh, in. my God, man. <laughs> Kenny? Jesus. Oh, uh, is Eli playing? <laughs> Eli's retired. He'll tip it. Well, Eli Manning, uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks the Giants have ever had. And that's two, three years ago. He hasn't played. <laughs> oh, Odell's, Odell's top five receiver in football still in the Giants. <laughs> He's leading the league in receiving yards. Uh, you know, that trade was one of the best trades in Giants history. <laughs> It's very funny, but you weren't here when he was doing it. No. It was very funny when he called. That's right. That's not a shout out Odell. It's a shout out Kenny. Oh, yeah, and Kenny is uh, 
an interesting fellow. But anyways, thank you to all the fans. We miss you, Kenny. I, I don't know what happened to you. You disappeared off the, off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, we just made fun of him for that reason. <laughs> uh, I mean, he disappears. He comes and he goes. He's trying, maybe he's checking it. Maybe he's the... Uh, Kenny Rayner. Maybe, he, maybe he's like Biff from Back to the Future too. He does because only he a meal. Because he doesn't know the... The sports from 2019 to today, he's reading the almanac. Slug says, please, please, please have Kenny ref. I, you know, I think there's a better chance of me having Kenny ref than the beef wearing a swimsuit. Oh, yeah. A, I definitely agree I, with that. I, I think Kenny would absolutely do that if he, if he can get out here. I think it would be really, really funny. <laughs> Kenny in the ring with these two guys. Oh, anyways, that's it. Uh, by the way, his last name is Rainer. <laughs> Super Soaker in the Rainer. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> Wrap it up, please. Uh, uh, there you go. Wrap it up. Wrap oh, the Super God. Soaker right. up. Anyways, uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, listen to the Weekend Crunch. Uh, airing every single Saturday. This week, are we after the Island Yes, games? next two weeks, we will be after Island After games. Island Games, 1030 iHeartRadio, if you're here in Long Island, 97, uh, I'm sorry, 103.9 uh, at 10.30 after the press conferences. All right. Good night. Farewell. I come to see goodbye. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.